Covino and Rich. I'm the smartest man alive! Best of the week. You gotta be kidding me. You guys are dumb. Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? Uh, I don't know. Covino and Rich. Best of the week. Hold back your excitement. It's like working with a dummy. Only on Faction Talk 103. Covino and Rich. I heard all about it on the radio. Best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. What people say they want versus what they really want is probably the number one mystery among marketers. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what, you, what I want, what I really, really Great want. Great number one song. I know. Probably one of your favorites. I love Wanna Be by the Spice Girls. It always threw me off. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. You know who did that? The girl in the Macarena video. I think she meant like you got to like be friends with my friends. No, I think it was like his two friends were so fine. You think the Spice Girls are saying, if you want to be my lover, you have to fuck my other female friends? Because yeah. if that, that's so a hell of a girl. So you get it out of your system. You realize I'm the hottest one of my friends, and then we're like, we're for life. Don't I can't, think. I can't figure out which Spice Girl I want to impregnate. <laughs> Thanks, Eminem. Um, <laughs> what people say they want versus what they want is probably every company's mystery question. What do you want out of audio I entertainment? I want more variety. And Kavino backs me up. The number one thing, the number one thing people say in radio, stop playing the same songs over and over. And you know what happens when a, when a radio station decides to variety up their playlist spot? They go from first to worst, Rich. You said it, buddy. No, it's true. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, you just go right down the tubes. Thanks for that assessment. <laughs> 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 He's uh, our consultant. Oh, so they it goes right down the tubes, as, 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 as I've always said. I had my eyes closed. I thought I was doing the show with Michael Clark Duncan for like a second. Rest in peace, right Michael Clark. Right down So when, <laughs> when you do, when when you work at radio, you're right. The number one thing people say is uh, play play Love more songs. Give me more of a variety. But whether it's rock, pop, hip hop, anything, no one really wants variety. People want to hear the same things over and over, which is why it's what people really want versus what they say they want are two different things. In relationships, someone might say, I just want the person I'm with to leave me alone and let me be and not bother me. Then you know what that person secretly feels like? How come she doesn't give me attention or love me? It's what people say they want Not versus really, what they really want. Yeah, really. What you really, really okay want. With that. It's okay, two different no, things. Okay, no, okay that, if you're getting chubby. No one really knows what they really, really want. And the best example came yesterday. Oh, boy. And, yeah, you could say the best example might be music or relationships or family or life. But the best example came in the form of buffalo wings. Yesterday was National, <laughs> wing, was national day. wing Day. Yeah, it was yeah, National Wing Day. Man. And don't worry, this is Wings not, uh, I, I promise you, this will not turn into a blue cheese ranch discussion. We've had that. I'm in the minority as a <laughs> spot. Uh, we, we prefer blue cheese, but it seems like the nation is a ranch nation. So, you know what? So be it. More blue cheese for us, but. Ranch Nation, is that a country channel on Sirius XM? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, Old Town Road, 24-7. No, it, it, it went away. It played too much variety. Oh. Um, so it's not a ranch blue cheese conversation. <laughs> Old Town Road. Gay Rich. Oh boy. Yes, Michael Clark Duncan in- reincarnated. Most most of the well, my name is John Coffey. All right, come on. What, what do you need? <laughs> so most of the nation are idiots, so I'm I on mean, your side. Well, I agree with that. Blue People are dumb. Blue is the shit. All right. So like I said, we're not getting in that conversation. <laughs> the conversation was on National Wing Day. Do you prefer boneless wings or bone in wings? 
And what's crazy is that immediately, without hesitation. Hello! Oh, is that my Asian friend that's very oh, hello, quick to punch? Hello, did you call? Oh, immediately. No time for hesitation. Immediately. No time for delay. Immediately. Okay, gotta go by. Archie, you don't like that one? Immediately, bro. Dude. No, he wasn't feeling that one. Archie, Archie's my gate. Oh, immediately. <laughs> Can we replace the gong in studio? Yeah, new gong. That's nice. Yeah. Wow. State of the art. <laughs> immediately. You like that one? Yes, I'm back. <laughs> you need something? All right. I don't like this gong. Oh, it's a great gong. I'm submit. sorry, Spot. You, you, you want a new gong? Can we, I want to submit a ticket for that gong. Oh, so, immediately, everyone at ESPN in the newsroom. Spot, when I say everyone, everyone said, bone in, bone in, bone in. Everyone's saying, who wants to, oh, boneless wings, uh, they, they, those are just glorified chicken nuggets. Boneless wings, they're just chicken tenders, really. Fuck boneless wings. Bone in, bone in, bone in, bone in. Yes. Now, here's the fun of it, though, Spot. <clears throat> a whole newsroom, let's say there's 20-something people. What do they know? Well, it was a good Tell them to stick to consensus. Sports. It, was no, a, no. it was a good example. Tell them to stick to sports. Oh, that's fine, but here's the, here's the best part. People from the jump. Man, people everyone was from, shitting uh, on me because I was saying boneless. P- people from Sports Center. Leave the real shit like food to me. All our pals at work. Tw- let's say let's say round about twenty people. I'd say fifteen plus of the twenty people are like bone in boneless. Who wants boneless? And then because we needed a prop for <laughs> on set. Our producer Canelo said, "Hey, let me expense some wings. I'm going to order from Yardhouse." So we were like, "Sweet, free dinner." So he ordered let's say 50 boneless wings, 50 bone-in wings. Oh. In a variety. Shit. You know, like medium hot sauce and barbecue. Just a couple different flavors, which were great, right? Remember, what did I say people said they loved? Bone-in wings, Rich. Bone-in, bone-in, bone-in. Within five minutes, all 50 boneless were gone, and there was about 10 to 15 bone-in left. And I'm thinking, oh, so what people say they want, because uh, they feel like it's the right answer. Well, here's the thing. Versus what they really want are two different things, and wings are just symbolic for everything mm. else in life from politics. Hey, who you say you're going to vote for, who you secretly vote for, what type of girl you no. des- what type of girl you describe to your friends as the ideal woman for you versus what you probably really want no, or no, what's no. better for you. What's yeah. better I don't, for you? I, don't th- I think in this case, it's not what you really want. It's more of what you think you want versus what you actually want. Well, in relationships, because you when you, think you want something, right? Because let's take that. Let's take the wing thing for example. Okay. So you think you want boneless wings? You're like, oh, boneless wings are the best. Oh, they no, have no, that. No, no, cr- bone. I'm sorry, bone in wings are the best. They have that crisp. Uh, you bite into them. They have the, the. You have the drumsticks and the wings and everything. Oh, it's great. Oh, you dip a. Yeah, it's and the real you, wing. And then you come down to it and you're like, I'm at a, at a situation. Like, let's say you're on a, on a date or you're at work or something. Do I really want to have a handful of buffalo sauce? Licking your fingers. Licking my fingers, buffalo sauce all around my Bones mouth. Bones everywhere, surrounded like a fucking savage. Or do I want to take a chicken tender, dip it, bite it, take another chicken, uh, take the other uh, end of it, dip it, bite it, and not have it go anywhere all over me? And I was, you can eat it with a fork. My whole stance on it, and it tastes just mm. as good. And it tastes and like, just as good. Mm, You're yeah. getting the same effect, the same flavor. 
you don't have to deal with discarding the wing, the bone of the wing. So yeah. I think it comes down to what huh. you think you want, not what you See, say you want, you guys, what you think you, guys you want, painted out versus that what actually in the moment you do want. You painted out like I'm trying to be Mr. Cool Guy all the time. I took the unpopular answer of saying boneless, and everyone jumped down my throat like, boneless? You, you lame what, what do you want, fucking chicken nuggets, Kavino? We'll bring you to McDonald's. And everybody wanted the quote-unquote chicken there, nuggets. There's a nuance. I'm not cha- I'm not repeating what you said. Yeah. There's a slight nuance to that. All right, so I was saying what? What people say they want versus what they really right. want. You're yeah. saying it's what people think they want. Like, people saying one thing and wanting another is... You're implying right. that they want the same, that want that thing the whole time. It's like someone saying, "It's like someone saying, I want to fuck every day," but the reality is, like you probably, if you have kids and you work and this and that, you probably don't want to have sex every day of your life. Right. It's what you say you want versus the reality, and it was just a great experiment yesterday. Let me tell you, when you start fucking, when you're like four days in, you're like, it's fucking. You ever disgusting. try to do that thing? I've, I I've tried, my wife and I have tried that. I've tried that with ex-girlfriends. You try to do the. I've tried I just that. Just don't have the time. Where no, you, you ever do that with someone? <laughs> you ever you blow an empty load and it's like, yo, <laughs> Archie, no, Sasha. I, if you haven't tried it yet, you're gonna try it once <laughs> in your life. You're gonna date someone and you're gonna do this whole like, let's see how many days in a row we could have sex, and and you'd be like, oh, we could do this a long time. Within the week, you're like, there's one day where you have a heavy meal or someone works late. You're like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it today. No, I always have the desire. It's, I just don't have the time. Now it takes a lot of effort. Now, whether it's relationships... I could blow loads on the daily. <laughs> all right, slow down, creepo. Whether it's relationships, work, all these things tie into... All these things tie into what Kavino and I learned yesterday with chicken wings. People think they want something and choose the other. Yeah. Or they say things because they think that's the right thing to say, the cool but their thing actions prove otherwise. Well, you know what? It's or Or you're embarrassed to say one thing and... Not to get political, that was sort of the reflection of our last election. A lot of people wanted to vote for Donald Trump, but felt embarrassed to say in their circle of friends, I'm voting for Donald Trump. And what happened was the polls and projections were like, oh, he has no chance. And he won because a lot of people, what they really wanted versus what they were willing to say publicly. Like, how many guys in a newsroom full of all sports guys are really going to say, well, you know what I really want? The boneless wings. Because you know what they're supposed to say? Because they're a guy in the sports department. I eat fucking bone and wings when I watch the game. It's what you think you're supposed to say versus what you really want. And then I, I'm going to go a step further just to with the bone thing spot and the bone out. Such is life. People are liars and full of shit. People are liars and full of shit. But and, they not, and they don't even know it. You know what I realized? I kept my mouth shut during this conversation. And I had a couple boneless and a couple bone in. And know what I realized that the truth was? It didn't matter because what we all really like is, this, is the yeah. sauce and the blue cheese or ranch. Like, if you give me a good hot wing sauce, hold on, Spot. If you give me a good hot wing sauce and the fucking tasty blue cheese, that's why buffalo cauliflower, buffalo this, buffalo that. It, it's really people just, the dippings are 80% of it. It's true. I agree. The dippings are disagree. 80%. You may like, you know, you're going to get that nice taste off the bone. But then you'll get the the heart of your chunk of meat in a boneless. It's really a chicken nugget or a little wing. But the truth is, the priority is the sauce and the dippings. And and I think where people get annoyed too is in the semantics. It's not really a boneless wing. It's a chicken. It's, it's a, a mini. Chick- it's, it's a mini. It's a, it's a, it's a mini. It's tender. a buffalo chicken tender. You know, yeah. so it's either a buffalo wing or a buffalo chicken tender. They're two different things. 
But, yeah. uh, but uh, you know, in the vernacular, they're called boneless wings. So when you order, you're going to say, I want boneless wings. I love boneless wings. No grown-ass man should be eating boneless wings from oh. Ohio. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's, so f- it's so yeah, feminine to want to eat boneless wings. I got a ton of that yesterday. Why don't you You're eat so manly because you fucking ripped the meat off the bone. I'm going to yeah. buy you uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets, Cavino. <laughs> There's a convenience <laughs> factor on the boneless. And it tastes just as good. By the way, how about that, Abilene, Texas? If well, I mean, McDonald's, it doesn't. It does doesn't. McDonald's. I know they sell the buffalo sauce in a little packet, but if they tossed the chicken McNuggets in buffalo sauce, that would be a fucking hit. And then they could f- faking. They could fakingly call it a boneless. Uh, we have oh, we have boneless buffalo wings yeah. at uh, McDonald's. They're, they're really out. just it's, really just chicken nuggets. People yeah. are are quick to say Only and think the worked. bone in, but when it comes down to it. They enjoy the boneless They're, just as much, and that's their go-to most of the time. The reality is, yeah, you're going to get a nice taste off the bone-in wing. Of course. I love You love that taste of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the meat, and you do like the little fat and some of the gristle, and it's part of eating a wing, right? It's tasty. You want the drumstick. I like the other ones, too. I like the regular wings. But you're right. For neatness, for everything, the reality is if you want a little snack, Chicken tenders that they're calling boneless wings. Give me the good hot sauce and give me some blue cheese. No difference. I mean, it's no difference as far as like it's going to fulfill your appetite and you're going to feel like you had a plate of wings. It's like if you douse shit in ketchup. It doesn't matter how quality it is. So what's the lesson here again? People think, not say, people think they want one thing, but choose another. When it comes to wings and in life. I feel like I feel like you are like that with fat asses. Probably. You always say like, yo, look at that big fat ass. And then I see a girl with a huge ass that's like not necessarily in shape. Nothing wrong with that. But I'll see a big girl with a huge ass that's not in shape. And I'm like, yo, Cavino, you're like, I wouldn't want that shit. I'm like, but all you do is talk about how you love big asses. Yeah, like you, meanwhile, you're pointing meanwhile, out you, absurd. No, meanwhile, your ex-wife, your ex-girlfriend, your current girlfriend all have like sort of in shape workout butts. Meanwhile, you're like... Meanwhile, you're like, fat asses, bro. Have you ever dated a girl with a fat ass? Jordan's got at least two handfuls. Jordan does not have a fat ass. She's in fitness. She's in bikini competitions. I don't want you to tell me how much you're looking at it. I'm grabbing it quite often. I don't need to look. Two handfuls. Each cheek is two handfuls? Look on Camino's girlfriend's Instagram page. How about not? I don't want to welcome creeps. What is it? I haven't been there. Spot. I'm going to have to look at it. Jordan Chessmore. I'm going to have to find that. Spot. Look at his... Girlfriend, Uh-oh. look at never, his ex-wife, look at his ex-girlfriends. Another page I would suggest you not never, check out. Never been to this page. <laughs> look at all the, And you tell me. Oh, she has very lovely photos. Spot, you tell never me. Never seen these before. Does Cavino seem to be a guy that, yo, I love a fat ass. Let me see. Not a yeah, girl I don't like a schoolboy butt like you see. do. Um, I, I like schoolboy butts. There's nothing. Yes! My wife has a schoolboy butt. My ex-girlfriends have schoolboy butts. Point. I mean, that's not with I've never right. described liking a schoolboy butt. Yes, I'm you consist- do all the I'm time. consistent of what I like. No, you do like your girlfriend has that is butts. not a that's what is big ass about that. Your your girlfriend's got an in shape like yoga butt. You don't, she does not have a fat ass. Uh, so when you say fat, when I is, met her, she did. What is seen fat about a lot that? Of yoga butts. A girl, that, a girl that's a I've size seen a lot of tight a, yoga butts, and she dude, has a good in shape yoga butt. A girl that's a size zero or two that that fucking does bikini competitions does not have a fat yeah. ass. You're no, full of shit me, in dude. every way. I got a handful of it all the time. No, you, you just lie. You're fucking, no. you live in a throne of lies. No, don't. My Fair wife. Enough. I think this is different between my As a fat ass. Oh, I'm sorry. Black guy's the fat ass connoisseur. Yes, go on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, let the black man speak. Well, you know, it's different. You know, the, the, the black man here knows a little bit about fat asses. I guess there's different. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's different types. There's different right. stages. Rich of will point fat out like ass. some like ridiculously fat ass. I'm like, no, dude, that's not what I'm talking about. You know, you got like, you know, you got like fat ass like uh, Beyonce or uh, or Kim Kardashian, yeah. and then you got fat ass like Cherokee the ass or Cherokee the you know, Cherokee the ass. Pebbles, Pebbles, Pebbles the model. Or Pebbles the model. Yeah, or Coco. You know, Ice T's wife. Yeah. Right. Like, you know. do you think any girl Cavino's ever been with is even on any of those levels? No. I mean, those no, are like no. freak leak deaky weird no, fucking no, no. fake no, asses. No. Why would I want that? Kim Kardashian, J Lo, yeah, all fake asses. J Lo's in different category. No, no but I'm saying J-Lo all these girls, all these girls with. As you call them, nice fat asses has never been the type of girl you go. Doesn't mean I don't dive into it. You're I so, just don't want to be with no, it. The end. Well, there's, that's fat, a huge, there's, there's a huge fat difference. ass, and then there's like an athletic ass. You're Does proving mean, my point. That's athletic. not true. Uh, I, mean, I would, I would, I would jump on top of those like a bouncy house. But that doesn't mean I want to make it my girlfriend. You so yeah, I would enjoy it. Full of shit. No, you are full of shit. I wouldn't want to date a girl that had a ridiculous cocoa ass. You are full of shit. Everybody now, you are full of shit. I like the song. Full of shit. Come on now, there's anyone full of shit. Full of shit. You are full of shit. I tell you that I like a girl with like an in shape workout type of body, and I've dated and married a girl like that. Sarah has a big ass, but a nice big ass. Sorry, but it doesn't go with what you're saying. But Who's that chick you always like? I say that respectfully. You, no, you look up. Like, like you, and I say big in a nice way. You are. you always liked. Oh, me or him? You. Oh, she got fat I don't like, what, who's, that? who's that? Alexis Ren. I didn't. I don't like that girl. I no, used to like her for a minute. No, you always commented on her. Like, she's like in shape. I'm consistent with the type of girls I like. You will be like, look at that fat ass. Why can't you just accept that you're part of the theory I I'm speaking of? do like that. What you think you like. not what I want to be with. What you There's think you want. There's a big difference. You, want to be, you think I want to be like, hey, mom, this is my new uh, girlfriend. Is some fucking giant fat ass model. No, thanks. <laughs> you think I want to take Elkie the Stallion home to mom? Taking someone home to mom is the first thing on your mind? I think if she was, I think if she was nice, I think your mom would be happy. Idiot. What? I think if she was like nice and sweet, I think your mom would be happy no, no matter what the size of her ass I was. I don't want, hey, Mo- hey, Melody, here's your new stepmom, Elkie the Stallion. <laughs> well, I would hope you would just call her Elkie. Elkie. <laughs> Come on. Elkie <laughs> the Stallion. There's a difference. Hey, Mr. Stallion. Hey, do I call you Mrs. Stallion or Miss? Do I call you Mrs. Stallion? What do I call you? There's a difference. You can call me at Elkie the Stallion. By the way, this goes perfectly with what I'm saying. And it just, I'm glad you're denying it because it proves my point even more. What people say they want and think they want versus what they really want are two different things. For a guy that goes around talking about, yo, fat asses, yo, yo, I put my, I'd fucking bury my head in that big fat ass. You date, uh, you married and dated girls your whole life that are like in shape size zero girls. Meanwhile, you're like fat asses. Bullshit. You don't like fat asses. You, You think you like fat asses. People that say they want bone-in buffalo wings, yeah, but then they, end up, then they end up fucking hanging out, taking all the boneless wings that are really just chicken nuggets. Everyone is in denial of what they really, really want. The end. Sure. I agree with your theory. I'm not sure if I agree with your examples, but you- I agree with your theory, 100%. I hate when my wife eats wings. She leaves so much meat on it. I'd rather her eat the boneless. That's from by- Big Joey in Colorado. By the way, can I tell you something gross? According to Big Joey? Yeah. Call me gross. I know some people are germaphobes more than others. 
But if I'm with my if I'm with my wife or kid and they don't eat all like the meat off a bone or something like that, I have no germ weird issues about taking a wing that my wife has taken like minimal bite out of and be like, yo, you fucking missed a lot of meat on that same. bone. I, I feel the same way. I'm like, are you serious? I don't know about the bone part. No, nah, I'll do That's that. That's gross. I'll, ta- I'll be like, Sarah, you missed something on that chicken wing and I'll fucking go at it again. 100% agree with Cavino on the wings. Boneless, so much more convenient, just as good. If they think, if you think it makes you less of a man, you're an idiot. I agree. I feel the same way, Jamie in Boston. I'm fucking gross though. I like what I like. I'm I, consistent with that. I eat shit that falls out of my kid's mouth. <laughs> Become gross as you get older. Wow. Um, boneless can be heavy Cavino on the batter. Cavino wants that fat Hillary Duff ass. By the way, boneless, this is a good example. Thanks, Chris. The, o- the only time boneless could be bad. The difference between a good and bad boneless, and really boneless, like we said, is just a good chicken tender, really. But they call them boneless wings. Too much batter and breading could make it not enjoyable. If you get a lightly breaded boneless, that's fucking easy to eat and it's a good snack. There is something to be said, though, about the actual buffalo wing. Both enjoyable. Chicken wing. Chicken wing? Chicken wing. I'd always prefer the bone in, but as Cavino and Spot noted, sometimes circumstances, the tender is easier and more suffice. Then don't frown on yeah. it when it's people's choice. Like as as a bearded man, I cannot eat wings anymore. If I want blue cheese, cannot eat wings anymore because I'll have a blue cheese beard. Yeah, it's a sloppy, sloppy, sloppy situation. Cavino and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk One Hundred Three. Am I the only one that fe- feels the need to confront Jake about his recent push of White Claw? Yeah. If you follow Jake on, I mean, if you listen to the show, you probably. Jake's a, Jake's a 20 year old woman. You, fo- it's scary. I, you follow him on social media, probably, at Jake Allegro. We've pushed it a lot. Don't you think he's, he's just like, emphasizing the. Like, I think he's rage. honestly. You know I what I mean? I think he's trying to get like a. Uh, like a Sponsor? Yeah. Like really? some sort of like. Endorsement inf- deal? Like some sort of influencer. Out, like, like, I think he's pointing out the I eye roll claw. of how like everybody no, likes it. No, 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 it. no. He's part of the eye roll. Really? He's, he good. he changed. He he started out as part of the joke. Like, look at all these look at all these college girls and women in their twenties that love White Claw. <laughs> By the way, sold out on every shelves. If you don't know what we're talking about, White Claw being it's like it's essentially truly. It's yeah. You know what? I, it's funny you should say that because it's a spiked seltzer, right? Seltzer. Seltzer. You know that's how people like to say seltzer. 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 But. <laughs> I made fun of my wife, Seltzer and I wasn't sure. I, I wasn't sure if my wife deserved <laughs> to be made fun of, or if she's on point. You remember a decade or so ago when the Snuggie sold millions, and some <laughs> jerk off made millions of dollars off the Snuggie in spot. Do you remember what my wife loved? The slanket. Her slanket, which was the oh. same thing. It was a blanket with sleeves. But she's like, no. This. My wife claims that before the Snuggie, there was the slanket, and it was actually a quality blanket. And she's like, Snuggies were made of airplane blanket material and they're shitty and she's right right about that yeah Mm -hmm. so she always said fuck the snuggy i had a slanket back (laughs) in the day for the last year my wife your your wife spot shannon um when the girls all hang out they've been drinking those trulies for at least the last summer or so uh the past two two summers summers, yeah because i remember having one and being like oh this is good but never really fully committing when we were at the beach this, uh, this summer i'm like i don't want to drink beer I don't want to drink uh, Frosé or whatever the fuck they drink. 
saying? I'm like, let me drink this because you're hydrating, but you're getting a little bit of buzz. When we were at the beach a couple weeks ago, you and I had a black cherry truly. I drank oh, about I no, those. I drank about six or six to eight truly. Is Lionel Richie on the ago. on the can? Yes, is. is he? That's what I picture. <laughs> yeah. Black cherry, and it's like Lionel Richie truly. Now truly in love with you, girl. But. Yeah, I, I get it because but it's I rather the, it's the hello version of Lionel Richie. Spot. I hello. rather I rather to be honest, like a flavored booze seltza versus yeah, it's, it's a versus lighter. Like, it's like that when you're it's at the, crisp. If you have can, if you have, if, if you can't bring bottles and you have cans, then just clap your hands. Do you rather a can of like Miller Light or Coors Light or some can of beer, or do you rather like I get the rage? I just wonder is truly second place to White Claw. I think, in that world, like, I, think my, White my, Claw, I think White Claw is, is like the Coke, and I think Truly is the Pepsi. I think, as Seinfeld says, how do these people even compete? How do they, they compete? Just, just give they up, Pepsi. Number one. Just Pepsi, give you'll up. never catch them. Pepsi Cola. He says that in the Eddie Murphy comedians and cars getting coffee. Like it Pepsi, must really just suck give up. knowing that you'll always be second place. You'll never win. You're never gonna catch them. You're never gonna catch them. You're never gonna catch them. They'll never truly. No, never it's all right. It's a good place to live. No, tr- truly, and uh, and White Claw, the the rage, especially for women, but guys too. Ever, you know, listen. It's a matter of really trying to figure out what the next big thing is. And someone said, "Wait, what are people worried about? All right, calorie intake, but they still want to get buzzed. What could we do? Huh, let me think. I mean, did it, did, I recommend- did it make sense? Like, of course it does. Oxnard it says grown men shouldn't drink either one of these. I recommend trying. For, for what? No, 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 why? No, no, no. Why? This no, no, is, no, what no, is this guy chugging uh, only whiskey at all times? I recommend trying it. It's not bad. If you want something different, it's not like sweet. It's not like girly. It's just it's crisp and refreshing. My wife is on the white claw trend for the last year. She says truly is too flat, not carbonated enough. That's from Mauser. You guys should sell yourselves not as a radio show or a podcast, as a live broadcast. Blow everybody's mind. Like whoa, they do it live. Or like a that li- is true. That's how about a live podcast? We're a live podcast. A live a podcast. Li- that doesn't exist. Spot. Write that in some production. Live. The world's only live, live podcast. podcast. People will be like, what does that mean? And Rich. Forget it. What does that mean? Live podcast spot. Because every podcast is produced and then later uploaded. We're a live podcast. Oh, hey, man. I like it. Spot. There are podcasts, you know, that record their show every week. They get so popular. They go, they like take out a, a concert hall mm-hmm. to do a live podcast because yeah. people want to see them do it live. Yeah, we're a live podcast we every, do day. It every day. Every day. Every day. White Claw is a Zima with a Jolly Rancher dissolved inside. No, it's that's the way to best oh, describe it. Oh, White Claw, it. yeah. Uh, let's see. Zima was the original. Rich, I I, I hit up Jake just the other day. Zima was a malt liquor. No, is that yeah, what this Zima is? was a malt well, beverage. This is this, this is just no. It's what not. is the alcohol in it though? Isn't it? A, it's like a sugar alcohol. Yeah, but it, it's, isn't it a malt liquor essentially? It's not. It's not a malt beverage. I'm telling you, uh, Rich. I actually hit up Jake the other day, saying he's such a va- he's Valley Girl Jake. But then again. You ever think of this? He needs to be stopped. No, Jake is. All right, what do twenty-year-old girls drink all summer long? Semen, These drinks. Semen. So what? <laughs> so why would Jake not be on the white claw or truly tip if every single twenty-year-old girl and Jake's a single? Bachelor, why would Jake not like uh, joke about his love of these drinks? White claws if anything, are like getting a fountain drink with syrup. That's from Casper, Wyoming, and you said they're hard to find, right? Well, because they're they're sold out a lot of places, believe it or not. It's like you know what? Also, I roll my eyes at, but at the same time, I say, I'm "Telling you, go with truly." I say, "Remarkable 
remarkable uh, marketing because before there was Truly and White Claw, in the non-alcoholic world, LaCroix? Oh. What's with the LaCroix uh. range of the last 12 months, too? Our buddy Nico, uh. our buddy Nico, I see him, I'm like, he's a, like, you have certain friends, too, that are like, oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a LaCroix type of guy. So LaCroix. It's a seltzer. It's, it's, it's a seltzer. Salsa. It's flavored seltzer, but it's like they put in the flavor, the second it hits your tongue, like a little midget jumps out of the can, yanks the flavor out of your tongue, and you're left with just a bitter aftertaste of grossness. Right. That's how I describe LaCroix. I don't think that's how they describe their product. Oh. <laughs> it's like a midget like, honestly, steals the flavor you know, from your tongue. People have heard us talk about we have that bevy machine here. It's that flavored yeah. seltzer. Yeah. That shit is phenomenal. LaCroix is disgusting. Bob, well, Michigan, you're on uh, the show. I was going to say, if you were to, if you were to tell me. i at work. By the way, if you were to say two years ago, Cavino, what, uh, what alcohol or soft drink would you invest in? It's all seltzers are they, with either are these, alcohol or flavor. LaCroix. Publicly traded? Uh, no, LaCroix, White Claw, Truly, all these are the biggest alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks of the last 12 to 24 months. See, there's a White Claw IPO. Well, it's not an IPO spot. It's probably under a bigger beverage company. Figure out what the bigger beverage company is, and I guarantee you've seen a spike in the last 12 months. It might be a, it might be Coca-Cola for all you know. What's up, Bob? You on this tip? What's up, man? Bob. And this is the well. Bob? Drink full and this end. Bob? The horse is the white of the eyes. Is Bob okay? <laughs> Hold on. Bob? Is he like... This is the water. And this is the well. Okay, this is the water. Drink full and this end. Okay, this is the water. The horse is the white of the eyes. What is, Bob, is Bob trapped? Some, wow. Bob, all right, have a good day, Bob. I wish I knew what the fuck that was. Because <laughs> uh, now it just feels like a waste. Uh, no, some, someone got it. Either shit, that or, either that or he that. was actually trapped somewhere. Ship and, and we it. did nothing to Bob! help. Bob! Bob! Yeah, was that like... Yeah, yeah was Bob he, was found somewhere, and now yeah. everyone's like, Bob, he didn't try hard enough. They're like, Bob called the national radio show for help. <laughs> That's uh, what happens Chip. when you do a live podcast. Chip in Indiana. Hey, hey Chip. Uh... You guys, I know you guys are originally from the East Coast. I don't know if it was just an East Coast thing, but do you guys remember something called Grape Crush? A it, what? Grape Crush? Let me look it up. I you, remember you're, Grape Drink. You're assinuating grape. It was like a grape soda, but it had alcohol in it, and that's what girls, that's what the girls back in the like eight eighty, late 80s, early 90s all mm. wanted to drink was, oh, we got to get Grape Crush, got to get Grape Crush. No, I don't I, know that. I know the soda brand, but I don't know. Grape Crush is, I mean, that. Crush is the soda, and there's I know a grape the soda, flavor. Yeah. Did they make their own concoction? Maybe they added vodka to I don't know. I'm looking up Grape Crush, and soda's coming up. Paul, Paul in Jersey. Jersey, you're on. Hey, guys, what's going on? So, yeah, real quick, uh, White Claw is owned by Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh. And then uh, the Truly is owned by uh, Boston Beer Company, which is Sam Adams. Oh. Okay, and those are the two big ones, right? In that, in the world, Paul of uh, of the new rage of seltzers with booze in it. Those are the two big ones, truly in White Claw, right? You remember we had Jim Cook on our show, and he was totally like drunk. Oh my god! So we did a beer week. I remember we did beer week. Jim we Cook had of major Sam brands called up. He called us from the Master yeah, Brewer. The, he was so lit up. He was lit when he called up our show. I remember that. Oh, when you said Master Brewer, I thought you were talking about Yelich. Yes, yes, okay. yes. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure Jim Cook <laughs> had just gone through like every vat of beer that they had at Sam Adams. 
I was like, okay, I got guy fell in the vat like the fat guy in beer fest. <laughs> and he drank himself out. Yeah. What's up, Steve? Oh, I got to do it already over. You're on the show. Hello, Steven. Steven. Hello, Steven. Gotta let the people be hey, buddy. First. Hey, Steve. Hey. What's up? So, Grape Crush is vodka, Chambord, and sour mix. It's not a soda water drink like you guys are talking about. It's an actual drink like a Long Island iced tea or a fuzzy nipple or whatever the hell you want to call it. But it's a vodka, Chambord, and sour mix. Oh, thanks, man. All right, cool. Good to know. I like drink them all the time. But were they canned it's, it's at one point? Going. Is that what he was talking never. about? Nope. It's sweet going down and you have to carry her out. You never know how much ah. you get to the HR. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, man. Sounds fruity. I mean, man, don't you almost feel like that guy insinuated as if it was like some sort of canned drink that they bought? Scotty, Scotty B saying there's a third company, Spike. It's actually called Spike Seltzer. There's two mermaids on the cover. You see the spot? Merman. No, it's a picture of our old uh, intern, Spike. Merman. Spiked seltzer. By the way, someone hit us up the other day. Was it Mercer that said that they never had heard of Tito's until you started talking about it? I'm like, Tito's have been around for years. But Tito's, we, we said that for some reason, probably because it's good and it's quality, but Tito's somehow came out of nowhere, a Texas-made vodka, and infiltrated an already crowded vodka market. Yeah, I don't know. When how. you think about it, absolute great. Oh, won a bunch kettle, of contests and like you built know, the reputation. Stoli. like there's a million vodka brands that have done great for years. So the fact that Tito infiltrated and now has sort of become a lot of people's go-to, like yeah, have a Tito soda, Tito Sprite. Like it's it's pretty fascinating how Tito's broke into the market. Seltzers that are spiked, the Trulies and White Claws have broken into the market. But when you think back to your college years or high school years, when you were boozing underage or you, when you were drinking at college, does the go-to drink for guys and girls change over time? Of course. When I was a freshman or sophomore in college, so we're talking late 90s, early 2000s. Some of the brands don't even exist Every anymore. girl at the bar when they were 19, 20 years old was drinking amaretto sours. And I'm like, do, gir- do college like the girls- wedding and, and family party introductory yeah, but I'm like, drink. Do, but I'm like, do girls, Midori do college sour. girls still drink amaretto sours? I still love the taste of it, I'm not going to lie. I don't know, Spot, who, uh, who's sitting in today? Maggie. 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 Girls at college drink amaretto sours? Or is that just not a thing at all? Um, I'm under 21 and I don't drink. Is that, a, is that a real answer? <laughs> it's a real answer. I mean, I'll, I respect that. Is that a real answer? I respect that decision. She's if you were going to drink, though. um, I'd say, no, they're just vodka sours. Vodka sours? Mm. Under 21, under 18. I'm running sours. going to be a politician. Fantastic. But then I, like again, that, I like that answer. Then again, politicians. That was my first drink. Amaretto sour? Yeah. Because so I was like, what yeah. do you drink? They're like, just do this. It tastes like juice. Yep. Introductory yeah, I drink. Yeah, yeah I, I, like, I probably had that at a wedding when I was like I feel like the, yeah. I thought you felt like the first go-to drink you had that was a <laughs> screwdriver. is like orange juice and vodka. That was like such oh, a yeah. basic. Oh, they're like, so gross. Screwdriver. Or like a vodka cranberry. Vodka cranberry. Oh, okay. Pineapple. Screwdriver. Tequila. Yeah, pineapple tequila. There's like the yeah. go-to drinks. Do you remember- in college, the drink that fucked you up called the mind eraser. Oh yeah, you would sip like, it, it. was like you, it was, it was a like, straw. No, a straw. You had to do it all in one sip. It was like layers, right? Like, yeah, you sip it from the bottom. Ew. And by drinking it so quickly, it apparently and, it was the, a, la- and the and the combinations of alcohol, it would make you like get a little loopy. Or so they made you think. What were the layers of a mind eraser spot? I don't know. Let's look that up. There were th- it was like, mind three la- like there were years. three layers of a mind eraser. So mind eraser. 
Do you remember the Mind Eraser, Kavita? Of course. Do you remember the wasn't, layers? Wasn't like big on it. Yeah, yeah. no, but, but your your buddy would buy that. And I remember, yeah, I remember it. That's when you started learning about the kamikaze shot. That was a big shot. But again, so like mentioned, do, they, do they coffee liqueur? Do the drinks come and go? I imagine. Oh, well, they're they're same for the mind eraser. Oh, so mind it, eraser uh, was Kahlua, vodka, vodka, and like club soda and, and it, soda. And it, but but you remember they light like they I, s- it settled in it different s- layers. Yeah, it so settled it was, in layers. The Kahlua was on the bottom, <laughs> the vodka was in the middle, and the soda was on the top. <gasps> so you were drinking all this alcohol, and then it was uh you know washed down by the soda, but it was like yeah. Man. Oh, the college days. Oh, the college days. And then days. you would buy a girl that you liked a kamikaze shot. Or with, um, lemon drops. Lemon drop. <gasps> lemon drops. <laughs> <laughs> but I imagine that, yeah, they come and go. Soko lime. Yeah. Maybe ever, kamikaze Shots back. of Jaeger. Maybe oh. kamikaze never left. You ever go to your- uh, what, what, what? Why did someone make Jaeger a thing? Why did that oh, become a thing? Jaeger bombs was a thing. Jaeger bombs. Well, no, I bet you that. Jager is bombs. No, no, no. Jager, Jager bombs, bombs were a thing in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah Jager bombs you, are no I longer a thing. gone right now. Jaeger. No, as, have you ever had a Jaeger bomb, Archie? Archie? No, no, oh, exactly. Every fucking every huge in the 2000s. Every what about a car bomb? Kid, that was that? That was a uh, anything you dropped a shot of something into. Right. If you were allowed, oh. if you were allowed to keep a fridge in your dorm room, every freezer in the dorm room had a Jaeger bottle. Had a Jaeger bottle in it, frozen. Gross. And you would take it out and just do shots of it. It was the fucking nastiest shit ever. Oh, for you, Archie, for your generation? Yeah. You probably lived in the fireball world. I was going to say, fireball. Oh, fireball. fireball. Yeah. Oh. You know, oh, you know what we had? For Gold, we had Goldschlager. Oh, Goldschlager. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Goldschlager. Goldschlager. Jaeger and wow. Goldschlager. Do you remember the myth spot about Goldschlager? I remember oh, someone telling me. Gold flakes would scratch your throat so it would make the alcohol absorb quicker. That you heard that shit in Maryland and I heard it in Syracuse, which means it had to be the dumbest rumor of all time. Or was it real? They said the little gold flakes. Yeah, yeah. This is the truth, gold Archie. Gold flakes. It, yeah. I got lots of gold flakes. I don't know if you heard the same thing in Jersey, Kavino. But when you would do Goldschlager, the whole rumor was that the tiny little gold flakes, you didn't realize it because it didn't hurt, but they would make little... They would cut your throat slightly and let the alcohol absorb in more, which is why a gold sl- a gold schlager shot was effective. You know what's the one wow. thing I remember about Kavino? Kavino, when did you move out of your uh, townhouse? Was it 2015? Uh, yeah. Maybe. So not the sad fact that he was moving out of his townhouse and moving everything into a storage unit. I remember the one thing we found in his kitchen was a, was a bottle of Goldschlager and it had to have been from like the late 90s. Had to. Had to. <laughs> had to because I guess it was next to a, it, I think it was next to a deck of cards with girls' titties on them. Yeah. Like it was like clearly like you were playing poker with your buddies in college with uh, with uh, nudie cards and a Goldschlager. Old ass Goldschlager bottle. I probably wow. took it when I worked at Bennigan's. Alright. Let's go in Texas. Texas. <laughs> let's go to Chris in Texas. Hey guys, do y'all remember those uh fucking flaming Dr. Peppers where you had yes. like Gamaretta and 151 on top you set on fire drop it in beer and shot it yes dude I remember having to do I remember for my 21st birthday I was such a I'm a dumb adult so picture how dumb I was at 21 I remember being like why is it on fire <laughs> like I didn't realize how that meant it was really strong and I got fucked up I remember I'm like why is it on fire you know what's okay. is how how based on your order you could date somebody. Like if you went out with Frank the Tank and you hadn't gone out with him in a, in a minute and he hasn't gone out in a long time because he was busy being a dad and he asked and for it, a Jaeger bomb, you'd be like, damn, he hasn't gone out in a long time. Nobody does Jaeger bombs anymore. Oh, let, let's talk about other like outdated Chuck, drinks. Chuck, what the fuck's wife, Katie, yeah. always orders a kamikaze still. You know yeah. why? Because that was in her wheelhouse when yeah. she was yeah. a party girl. Well, let me ask you this. Um, I would say that it's probably a little, maybe it's dated. 
when we were in our when we were in our single twenties prime, vodka Red Bulls. Oh my huge. Oh, yeah. huge. huge. That's probably for Get you. Get fucked that, up at party all night so, at the same that's, time. But my <laughs> instinct is still like if I'm if it's I'm feeling that. a lull and I'm no. out, I kind of no. still want that because it's just it's ingrained in my mind. Archie, that was your still a thing. That was your. But I was gonna say that was probably like you probably associate that with like high school or college sneaking drinks and stuff like that. Red Bull vodka to us that was like that was like mid to late twenties. You know we spent a lot of money on that. You know we lived a few years without Red Bull. You know that right? There no. was a time in our early 20s where Red Bull have? was not a thing. Did you have Monster? Nothing. No, oh, there was nothing. Know. You just drank. And uh, I got your own energy. Sounds hard. Uh, let's see. Mad Dog 2020. Do you remember that? Of course. Boons. All the shit ones. Yeah. Uh, let's say what's up to ones, the night trains. Brian and Charlotte. Hello, hey. Brian. What up, buddy? <laughs> what's going on, guys? Hey, bud. Hey, you, you triggered my memory talking about mind erasers, and then it, it segued into Goldschlager. There, we used to have a shot up in Oswego, uh, the mind eraser. It was Goldschlager, uh, Rumble Mints, and Sambuca all mixed together. Oh my god! Oh, it'd fuck you up bad. <laughs> a buttery nipple. <laughs> I had an old guy. Thanks for the call, Brian. I had an old guy tip me and say, "Go buy yourself a highball." <laughs> I said, "What the fuck is that?" That's from Providence, Rhode Island. Um. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of old drinks and not not only I remember going in high school sneaking booze. I would always you know it oh. sounds terrible, but you ever pay the homeless guy outside Seven Eleven to buy you alcohol? <laughs> like you'd be like, "Yo, I'll give you ten bucks if you go buy us booze." And Archie remember, was probably the four loco guy. No, never had that. Never. My, my no. wife was into the four. She was like four loco. But like, I'm imagining. Right. I thought it was yeah. just for Mexicans. Sorry. Really? No, seriously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For locos, yeah. it's a for locos. <laughs> uh, you know, I was I was factoring his age mm-hmm. and then factoring a few extra years because he'd want it illegally, right? For local, yeah. <laughs> um, I remember getting like when we were like sixteen, we would try to get the girls in the group Bartles and James wine coolers. Of course. Oh, Bartles and James, Bartles and motherfucking James. What happened in those days? They retired. They're done. Yeah, they retired. They, they were uh, hundred five yeah, years yeah. old when they were promoting it. Yeah. Hey, remember this? This did you ever do the screaming Nazis, which was um, Jaeger and Rumplemints? Oh no, that was disgusting. Yep. Ryan and Jersey are on the show. Yeah, it's Ryan from Point Pleasant. Uh, I just wanted to remind you of like the uh, the old Jack Daniels, like Lynchburg lemonades and Down Home Punch. It came in like Ugh. a four pack. I could guarantee Ryan, Ryan, Absolutely Ryan, and Point those. Pleasant. I could guarantee those at Jen- uh, I could guarantee Spot and I had those at Jenkinson's. Jinx. <laughs> On the boardwalk? Yeah, I lifeguarded it. I lifeguarded at Jenkinson's. I called in last week. Remember I told you that? Yeah, we, oh, that's right. We, we discussed how we probably crossed paths and didn't even know. fantastic. Yep. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it, man. Cavino and Rich with Archie and Maggie on the phones at 866-969-1969. So reminiscing a little bit about the booze back in the day as we realized the rage today. Now, these are the things you look back on. I want you to, I want you to know that, Maggie. I, want you to, I mean, you know that a little bit, uh, Maggie. Archie. But these things that seem so in your wheelhouse now, Maggie Trust me, Kavino, Spot, and I are in, we're in complete denial that 20 years has passed since we were a fucking college kid. <laughs> we're in complete denial that, wait a minute, I'm going to be 40 this year? Wait, so 20 years has passed since I was in college? What the fuck? It's still mind-blessing because you don't feel like you're getting older. But what seems so current and in your wheelhouse now, like White Claws and doing the things you're doing now. Just a passing fact. You're, in 10, then- 20 years, you're going to look back and say, oh my God, that seemed like yesterday. Like going to the bar with Spot. Remember, we would go to a bar. We would go to a club when we worked at Z100 in New York, and at the time, the hottest shit ever was Cristal, the champagne Cristal, and because we knew the owner of the club, 
he'd give us a bottle and Spot and I would sit in the VIP section with our buddy Nico when we'd be working. I felt so bougie. And Spot felt bougie. And that's and people like people were rapping about Cristal. Yeah, and it's just like to think of like the little alcohol trends and time fucking flies, man. It and really like, does. And and the thing is, back then it was different. And I'm not trying to you know make us sound really old, but trends are so fleeting these days. It's like things come and go so quickly because there's always something new. There's going to be like exponentially more in between now and 20 years than 20 years ago to now. That's what I'm saying. Don't you think that the world's moving faster now? White Claw is going to be such a passing fad. In 10 years, you won't remember it. The the world might be actually moving faster with all of our distractions than it did in previous years, which sucks for us. I mentioned that last week. Not just a phenomenon, not just something that everyone feels, but actually is going faster because we're flooded with so many trends and so many things and... It's just oversaturation. Um, time flies by as a result. This is from Cragmere, New Jersey. Remember Pete's Wicked? Pete's Wicked Beer? Pete's Wicked Everything? Yeah. That shit disappeared. The Muchach Pro. Now he has a coffee shop, right? Pete's, yeah. Pete's, same Pete. Yeah, Pete's same Coffee? Pete, yeah, he yeah. went from the beer to the coffee, I think? Yeah. How about Three Wise Men Drink? That's from Phoenix, Arizona. No. Uh, DJ Tommy Guns. What's up, Tommy Guns? Says, you guys had me on the Bromosa for a while in my early 20s. What's the oh, oh the man mosa oh, the man yeah. mosa the, the what man was it? mosa oh, about, was, a, uh, about a decade ago I used to I used to sip on one of those once while it was blue moon orange vodka and soda juice, or something like that an orange juice it was it was like a Sunday morning drink it was the man alternative to a mimosa man it was mimosas. it was ten, yeah is that it was ten years ago already if, if I, I was living in Hoboken spot yes it was ten years ago I think fuck me in the ass. No thanks. No thanks. No. no. Dude, I'm, I'm good. That's not Spread the one. I, that's, not, that's not the one I would choose Spread if I had to. Spread my cheeks wide. Yeah. <laughs> lube up my booty hole and fuck me in the ass. No, no. That is uh, not. That's the least enti- That's the least Ooh. enticing invitation I've Just ever got. The visual makes me want to barf. I'd rather yeah. go to I'd rather go to a stranger's communion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather go to stranger's bar mitzvah. I'd rather go to that fucking. Never mind. Did you get that from somewhere? Or did you just make that I up? I just made that up. It's very funny. Ah, no, it's like, <laughs> so I said it's the least. It's the least enticing invitation I've ever got. Rather go to yeah. Uh, what's up, Rick? <laughs> what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. How are you forgetting the original? Seltzer drink Zima. Uh, we didn't forget it. You just probably joined us a little late. Zima got shout outs at the beginning. But Zima was different than I know. It wasn't flavor. It was its own flavor. Like we just we just recently because they released uh, Zima as like a throwback. Uh, I think it was like a year yep. or two ago. We tried them because there were some at the office. It is malt. It, there's a difference. It's more of a malt liquor beverage than a seltzer. Like these sel- hard seltzers really are like seltzer, like a flavored seltzer, but they just happen to have alcohol in them. Yeah, they, they fucked there you up, There is a though. difference. Zima's definitely fucked you up. You ever up. do an event, Camino, for K-Rock back in the Zima's day? Zima's will give you a headache. At uh, Minnesota's in Long Beach? Probably. But Neptune's is the one that I was thinking of. He's right about that. Uh, thank you. You get kicked out of a bar for being a dummy, drunk. Yeah, once. I was 16 or 17. I told you, they and, used my uh, head as a, 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 what is it called? Like a, a battering pack? ram. Like a battering oh. ram. Like a battering ram. They I was. Your uh, head? Uh, yeah, they tossed me out of a club. There was a DJ company on Long Island that I worked for as like part-time worker. They would give me 50 bucks, 50 or 100 bucks. I think it was probably 50 bucks. 100 sounds too much. To be, quote unquote, the roadie. So this is when, this is before everything was digital. Rocket Entertainment? No, but it might have been so though. I think it was like. No, you're you not know. a roadie. You're, uh, remember Mark McGrath said it. You're like a, a guitar tech or something. Yeah, no, but I was not. This is for a company. It was DJ Productions, right? You're a DJ tech. And. 
they hired me where this is before everything was digital and everyone had their uh, Serato. What is it? The Serato's? Yeah, before everyone had everything digital. DJs used to have people carry their CDs and, and, and vinyl with them. Right. So a DJ would have his truck. And, would, it, and it wasn't some sweet setup where like our, our buddy uh, DJ Vice could just go to Vegas with his laptop and a few things. This was a setup. So I'd set up the speakers. DJ Vice shows up with a flash drive and he's all set. <laughs> I'd have I'd have to help the DJ carry his albums, his CDs, everything, his you know, his equipment. And I was sixteen or seventeen. And he's like, Yeah, no one'll care. And I, he kept sneaking me drinks to the DJ booth. Like I'd hang with him, I'd set up and then break down at the end, and I think I got fifty bucks or something cash just to go there for a couple hours for his club event. I got so fucked up that I threw up, like, I tried to make it to a garbage garbage can, and I threw up on the dance floor at <laughs> Minnesota's in Long Beach. The bouncer took me. Like, literally, like Kavino said, like, by the, pan- by the pants hoop and, like, the back of my collar. I was like, get out of here! <laughs> and I remember going to a diner across the street, like, passed out on a table. I was, like, 17. That's so Like, funny. what am I doing? Mine involved a girl I got that was th- uh, apparently harassing. I got thrown out for, of a club for being tired. I do remember that. We this is during the time of the show. Spot was sitting on a couch with his like he was like sort of like, like I was waiting for you because you had disappeared to God knows where. And, sp- and I was just like chilling on this couch because it was late at night. I'd come from work. It was in, at the W in Times Square, the whiskey bar in Times Square. And the guy was told the guy told Spot like like you, you like, he's like you can't lean back. You got to sit up. I'm like, bro, I'm just tired. I'm just waiting for my friend. He's like, no, you got to sit up. I'm like, do I? So I refused to sit up. I mean, I was being a dick. I was yeah, being you- a stubborn, spiteful prick, like I'm good at. So he they he got a bunch of people around. Fucking He's like, he, you gotta get up. He he hove spot out of there. Spot was spot, he, they spot. got like three people and they put I wasn't even drunk. I didn't even drink. I spot know, wasn't I even drinking. That. Spot just wanted to chill and like lean back and the guy's like oh. he did not want Spot to appear sleeping or like It was the end of the night. Everyone was leaving. Let's take these three kicked out. phone calls and, and wrap up the right. uh throwback drinks. And how did this start again? Uh, hard oh, seltzer. About, white, oh, yeah, talking about white, I was the white just, claw rage. I was commenting on uh, Jake's obsession with white claw. White claw and truly are the are the rage this summer, especially you know throughout the the weekends. And we're talking about how these are just trends. Some stick, some stay. Yeah, but the look but for at the most all, part is generational and trendy. Yeah, because everyone brings up their version, which is Zimas or Red Bulls or White Claws will eventually be thought of as Zima. Of course, in twenty years from now, when Jake's our age, when Jake when Jake's around forty ish. Jake will say, God, uh, "God help us all." When, yeah, well, we when, lived through the cider rage. It was all sorts of ciders too that was very when popular. All, when all of Jake's uh, world babies start coming out of the woodwork and 20, reaching out. By the way, to you ever think that Twenty Three and Me and, and Ancestry dot com is a nightmare for guys that actually just fucking let their jizz fly everywhere? Like Jake's world babies. Jake's gonna have world babies. Uh, thank you guys for all the feedback. Thank you guys for listening. And I think we did learn something. I mean, these things come and go, trends come and go, but it, it, much like the cut of your jeans. Your choice of drink also defines you you and dates you. (laughs) Exactly. and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. I had one parenting question for a spot who is the future author of his book. Pop him in the mouth, Rich. That's the answer. Because I I love when every time Spot says that, people all chime in and say, when Spot's a parent one day. And people wonder, I want to know if Kristen's pregnant because your dad jokes are off the charts lately. (laughs) No, they're not. Um, no, I'm not. No. Kids have child services and uh, diapers on standby. They're waiting right. for you to fucking slap them. They know. People can't do that. People speculate that when Spot does become a parent, his whole pop him in the mouth thing will take a backseat because he'll be the biggest softie of all of us. I'm going to love my kids. 
Spot's going to be like overly like huggable, lovable dad. Can't wait. But I have a question for the parents and the non-parents. I can't wait to have my baby lay on my big soft belly. I can't wait for that either, too, Spot. I just like jiggle it around. I love lost in your belly button. It's lost in my belly button. I love the idea of you being a dad. I hope it happens. It's like on a waterbed. I hope you fucking start dropping. Little baby waterbed. Hope you start dropping loads more often. Okay. Fucking get it done. Been sick. You can still drop sick loads. <laughs> dropping a, sick loads. I don't have a sick load baby. Ah, oh, yeah. Some, maybe the sick load baby is the greatest baby of all. Maybe. Camino's brother was a was a oh, fucking uh, preacher's baby. Maybe my sick load baby, because my immune system's working overtime, will be like immune to everything. Yeah, maybe it comes out with like mutant powers and like it's, yeah. a, it's a fucking superhero. Super baby. Super sick load baby. So while you're trying to have your super sick load baby, my daughter's. Two years, two months. So just keep that in mind, right? Right. Two years, two months. I have a, gotcha. I have like a parent hypothetical slash question because listen, no parent knows the real answers, right? Any any parent that says I have the answers is full of shit. Doctor Phil has all the answers. He does. Well, uh, in fact, I don't even have all the answers. Yes, he does. Uh, no, no, no. Doctor Phil has because it all comes back to patterns, and he knows all about <laughs> patterns. So. My daughter's turning into a little maniac, which is what I deserve because I'm, uh, you know, she's like a hyper silly. Oh, really? She's hyper. Hyper? Oh. She's silly. Okay. Mm. She's, yeah. Right. She, I, I got to love her. Be- the best thing about her is that she's always smiling and having okay. fun. Like awesome, she is, yeah. she is just a really happy kid. Hyper like, silly, smiling. Hyper silly. Like smiling. she's, she is. Hyper? She's nonstop okay. just being go- like a goofball. Like goofball? Go, okay. Goofball the too. minute I go home. So hyper and piper when I, you get home? I see, I look at her, and the minute I look at her, she gives me like a little devilish look on her face. She's like, daddy, and like runs she away from gu- me to go catch loves, her. Loves guac. Hyper, yeah. happy, and devilish. Ooh, sounds like someone I know. So <laughs> I don't know how to reprimand a two-year-old who's two years, two months, right? Keep in mind, she has minimal, she minimally speaks. Like her, her speaking level is like, daddy, I'm hungry, daddy. Piper, Piper, ball. Like she, you know, she speaks some words and a couple words connected. That's the fa- that's a that's a two year old, right? When I want to take her outside for a walk with the dog, like yo, Emmy, want to take Piper for a walk? She'll run to the closet, opens the closet, knows to get Piper's leash. She's all set. But when I go outside, she does this bullshit. I'm like, Emmy, you gotta hold Daddy's hands. We're outside. And she'll go, no, daddy, and like slap my hand away. I'm like, yo, baby girl, you got to hold daddy's hand. Damn. We're outside. And she's like, Your okay. Your girlfriend's misbehaving. She's like, outside? Piper? We, we, Piper? I'm like, yeah, we're going to take Piper outside for a walk. Come on. She's like, okay, daddy, shoes. She gets my shoes. She puts her shoes on. She's all set. Get outside every time. Emmy, we're outside. Got to hold daddy's hand while we walk down the street. Well, that means got to get a release. Yep, right gotta, get gotta get a leash. I will leashes. not get my gotta kid get a leash. Get her one of those little monkey backpacks. That's what you know. What you Fuck say. Fuck that. You know what? You little shit. Get back inside. We're yeah. going back inside. So yeah, you, I'm gonna put the leash yeah, on you little you. shit. So you get what I was like. Dude, oh, you get matching leashes. leashes for her and Piper. Yep, Actually, yep. you can use Piper's leash on her now that Piper's getting fat. Yep, oh, that's true. <laughs> so I ask you the non-parent spot, and then I ask Kavino the parent. So because I'm, I'm just curious what the general consensus would be. Your fucking cute little two-year-old daughter I mean, uh, it, does not want to hold daddy's hand, but I'm the worst person to ask because I have no, I, no yeah, idea. Yeah, because I'm saying I'm going outside. I'm not. But, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spank her. I'm not gonna yell at her because she doesn't know. But how do you convey to a two-year-old? Spare the rod, spoil the child, Rich. I do. I, I do I, believe that you need. I know. I know. Times have changed in parenting, but I do believe you need some sort of 
hate to use the word conditioning because it sounds like it's an experiment. No, no, I do, but, but I'm you saying, do need you, some sort of conditioning because if you do, if there's no sort of negative response, of course, to a bad behavior, then the negative response will continue. The most that's just science. The most I can feel like I I do as a dad that makes sense to me, like pincher every time. Pincher. No, I said Emmy. I, like I try to raise my voice in the most authoritative way I could, which is not Emmy. 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 Oh gosh! Oh, Emmy! The be- I feel like the most I could do is, Emmy, you have to hold Daddy's hand. And she's like, then she'll go, sorry, and I go, you don't have to be sorry. You oh, gotta hold. Apologizes. You gotta so hold. Sweet. I go, you gotta hold Daddy's and hand. She's like, okay, oh, and then shit. I start walking, and she go, ha ha, and start fucking running away. See? And then Manipulate I then I little then shit. I go, Emmy, she's thinking it's playtime. I go, the time. you gotta hold Daddy's hand, and she goes. No, daddy, and like slaps my hand away. Tell you something, kids and old people. Maybe you were right, Kavino. Kids and old people are the most manipulative people I've ever met. They use their weaknesses and their inadequacies uh, to manipulate everyone (laughs) around them. But the thing and is, bend to their will, and they can get away with it because oh, they're oh, they're sweet. There's oh, they're cute. Fun. She's got little locks, Goldilocks. All, all, the, all the little, little answers, shit. though. All the Conniving little, an- little shit. All the little answers, though, don't make sense. I'm not gonna fucking spank a two year old. That's ridiculous. I'm not. Call gonna, me. You know what? What am I gonna do? I'm right up the block. Give me a call. But but Sarah will say, well, I mean, if you yeah, she doesn't even probably know why you're yelling at her. So my best bet was. Emmy, you got to hold daddy's hand. No. And she like folds her arms. I have video of you. I'll put it on her Instagram story. I have video of me being, Emmy, you got to hold daddy's hand. She slaps my hand where he goes, no, and folds her arms and smiles at me. Maybe there's some sort so of- So do I then say, all right, you know like, what? Uh, reward for when she's doing it right? Do, do I? No, when she when she was holding my hand, I go, oh, you're a big girl. You're a conditioning. You're a big girl. I love you. Great job. You're a big girl. Like that. Do say shit like that. But- is my best bet, by the way, I on mean, the on the parenting segment of Camino Rich today, do I say, all right, Emmy, you don't want to hold daddy's hand? We don't take Piper for a walk. Pick her up and fucking go walk in the house. Right. Is that it? Do I say, oh, yes. no walk then. We're yeah. not taking Piper yes. for a walk. There has to be some sort yeah, of if consequence. If you're not going to hold daddy's you, hand, we're going back inside. We're going back inside. There also has to be positive reinforcement. You can have negative reinforcement mm-hmm. and positive reinforcement. So, you know, if you if she behaves... Then you have to re- you have to be a, you know like a dog. Give her oh, a great job. Give her a gusher. Give her a, a gusher. Sour yeah, kit. give her a treat. Yeah. Do something. But those little Trader, and, and, those you little know, Trader they Joe's, uh, the little Trader Joe fruit sticks. There, there are oh. probably I'm sure studies that say negative uh, reinforcement doesn't do anything, and you yeah, should, everything a, should be my, positive. Blah no, blah my, blah my blah. Wife, blah. My wife so says it all the time. My wife, my wife says, uh, and I agree with her. She goes, when a kid's that young and they don't know what they're doing really right and wrong, yelling or hitting a kid at that age. It's really like, it's like the you know destructive in a way. Like when your kid's like six or seven or eight and they know what they're doing wrong, then that's when reprimanding comes into play. But when a two year old has no clue like what they're doing, right? You can't yell at a two. Like picture Baby James. It's a waste of energy. Yeah, you're not gonna yell at Baby James now. Melody's nine. She's she nice. knows what she's doing right, right. now. Uh, when when Baby James smears his poop all over the walls, there needs to be some sort of like consequence. Like, I've seen a parent, right? Like I saw a kid. I saw <laughs> right? a little so kid. He throws his diapers around. Throws his he? diaper against the wall. Like I saw, I was at the supermarket and I saw a little kid take something out of his mom's soup, uh, the shopping cart, and like throw it. And I saw the mom like yell at the little kid. I'm like, yes. Why are you yelling at the little kid? That little kid has no fucking clue. They did you know something what? But wrong. you know what? Much like every viral video thing that where people think someone's yeah. wrong. Yeah. You're coming in in the middle of this. You don't know how many times that little shit has taken something out of that cart and put it back. 
She's finally had the last straw, and she's yelling yeah, at the kid because but, he hadn't listened but what is that? the first 50 times. I think you got to raise your voice a little bit. There. You how do. Else you gonna, need how else to be, are you going to get the point across? And it's for their own you good. You need it's to like, be the pack leader. You, know, you need to. If they start running to, into the street, even yeah. if they're two, you're going to be like, oh, whoa, whoa. You need you, to assert yourself. You can't go in the, into the street without that or something. Like you got to still try. Do that little thing in the neck. Go, tsk, tsk, and they'll stop. Be the pack leader. Spot, you gonna, or do you want to... Uh, you want to take her for a week? Oh, oh. You want to take? You, you know want to do follow, like, uh, You know what my follow up uh, book to pop them in the mouth is going to yeah. be? Children, I'll, get, I'll get get them therapy because you no. popped in the mouth. Children are essentially dogs, so that's going to be my next book. Children are essential. <laughs> that should be your first book. No, that's going to be the children second book. are like puppies. Children are like puppies, so that's going to be my next book. Uh, forward by Caesar Milan. Actually, I think having a kid is more fun, rewarding, and at times easier than having a puppy. I'm not even joking. So when people talk about comparing pets and anim- pets and kids, I think having a puppy is more of a pain in the ass than a kid. Well, <laughs> no. When it's your kid, it's your kid. Yeah, I, I yeah. hate being like. All right. Let's just take Down a, to a puppy. Let's take a couple phone calls. Then, like I said, there's a Mario Lopez story where he's saying some logical shit, and people are giving him real a real hard time about it. And there's a Top Gun two story, and we start with who is this? Cole? By the way, Franz hits this up. He's a dad. He said, "Just stand your ground, man." He says his second daughter is like that. Do not get a fucking leash. We're just joking. I'm not by getting the way. a leash. Fuck uh, that. Stand your ground. She can't go unless she holds your hand. That's just it. It's just one of those things. I used to laugh and judge parents that had the leash, but my son is a month younger than Rich's daughter. I've contemplated contemplated the leash because he runs off laughing every chance he gets. I hate that I've even considered it. Yeah. By the way, Rich, uh, this might sound ridiculous, but this is Eric and PA. He said, when they're that young, the whole timeout thing, even if it's for two minutes, it worked well with his boys because you're not going to hit a two-year-old. They're two. That's ridiculous. You you're ridiculous if you think hit, no one's gonna hit a two year old. What fucking monster are you? Austin, so Texas. Says, I think the little like maybe he said maybe a timeout. Like uh, they gotta know that what they're doing is wrong. Give her a decision before you go outside. If you want to go for a walk, you want her to hold daddy's hand. Hey, you could say that all day, but then if you don't want to go, then. I don't know what he's trying to say. Pat her on the head and give her one of the Piper's dog treats. That's a good idea. I like that idea. All right. All right. Uh. Yeah, I'm with Kristen in Delaware. Said, use a, use a stern voice and say, "Listen, if you don't hold Daddy's hand, we're going back in the house." And then if she does it, you go back in the house, and she realizes, what stern voice when he does "Mama lick a lick a boo boo Yeah, that one. <laughs> yes, on the on the mic on the megaphone. Kill, kill, kill the white man. No, not not that uh, stern voice. It am an ebony rhythm stick. All right, let's talk to Gruba. You're on the show. Hey, Gruba. Hey, quick one, guys. Uh, NFL Hall of Famer and two-time Super Bowl champ, Nick Bunacani, then at 78. No! The interesting thing about this, what's that? He, wait, he died? Yeah, he, oh. he died today at 78. Interesting thing about this guy. He was the uh, co-host of Inside the NFL on HBO for many I mean, years. Rich has talked about him several times. I, I know, I know everything about Nick Bonaconti. There was a great documentary about this guy, uh, Gruba. He he was the CEO of a tobacco company. He was on Inside the well, NFL. He, his son, he, he, he has the Bona, he has the, the Bonaconti fund because of his kid's spinal. You know, yeah, yeah. his kid was paralyzed playing football. Yeah. But this guy was a member of the seventy-two Miami Dolphins team that finished yeah. seventeen and zero. And these guys have a lot of pride. 
they they don't want any any team in the NFL to break their record. And didn't he call the, the NFL the, games? No, he never. He he, one point, he hosted inside the NFL inside with, the NFL, with uh, Chris Collinsworth right. and, among others. But yeah, uh, Bonaconti most most famously. Like you said, the '72 Dolphins. He was a bi- he was a successful businessman, but sadly, most famous for the Bonaconti Fund, which is a great foundation for spinal uh, spinal injuries. His son, spinal. As you, yeah, spinal. His spinal. son got hurt in a game, and the Miami Project. So, thank well, you, Gruber. Another interesting thing about him: he, he apparently died some kind of uh, ailment from playing football. And he donates donated his brain for CTE research. So um, he, he's trying to do better for the uh, health of NFL players by donating his brain. Former NFL Hall of Famer Nick Funicani, dead at 78. Thank you, Grim Gruba. R.I.P. R.I.P. Thank you, Gruba. Gruba, wishing you the best. Oh, yeah. Nick Bonaconti, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. me out a little bit. Jason and Tampa. Yeah. What's up, Jason? You're on the show. Camino and Rich. Hey, buddy. Back, back to the uh, quick parenting tip. And then, like I said, there's a Mario Lopez story. There's a uh, Top Gun. There's a friend in need, a Top Gun story. We're going to try to get to a bunch. Uh, hurry up. What what's do you up? think? What's, what's up, fellas? Hey. So, 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 man, Rich, you are outside of your mind if you think kids toddlers don't know what they're doing now they may not have the complex level of of um of, of intellect that we adults have but they know exactly what they're doing and, wh- and what they do is they test the limits every single time yeah. to see what they can get away with and so and so like spot was saying you know you got to have um you know positive reinforcements negative reinforcements but at the end of the day kids were in my if, if based on my experience with my kids and you know nieces and nephews and stuff Kids respond the best when they have boundaries. And when you establish those boundaries and you enforce those boundaries, then the kids know, okay, well, I can't do this. I can't do this. Then they, then they begin to operate within those boundaries. But, you, but you know, like Spot says, like you absolutely must enforce those, um, those boundaries. Yeah. Not, like I said, the, the, the only – not that I have no dilemma. Like, not that I have no dilemmas as a parent, but Emmy's a real good kid. The only thing so far that's really like, yo, for real. Like she doesn't want to hold my hand. But She's if real you don't, independent. She wants to run around everywhere. But if you don't stop it or cut it off now, uh, her exactly. being a good kid, kid is going to fade away. I know. She's going to be a little brat. I know why she doesn't want to hold your hand though. Doodoo caca. Yeah, doodoo caca. Probably it. Smells. Probably it. She's always seen you with your hand well, up your ass. Yeah. Doodoo caca. Kids. Finger. Kids. She's not stupid. Kids. You're always out. sniffing your fingers. She knows. You know. Kids are developing, Damn Rich, it. as you she know. She knows. Doodoo caca finger. Doodoo caca finger. She knows. Damn it. She doesn't want. Yeah. You're giving her stink palm. Damn. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Emmy. She just can't express it. Yeah. Sorry, baby. Kids are are constantly sorry, baby. figuring out ways to communicate <laughs> as they get older. Yeah. You know, when they're born, crying is a way they get things. Yeah, of They course. realize if I cry, I get, I get fed, changed, or uh, burped. She's like, and Dad, now she's Dad's always licking and sniffing his yeah, finger. Yeah, why is he? Why is he? I'm doing, not fucking. He, he just cleaned my ass. Didn't wash his hands. <laughs> I'm well. I'm, well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not holding I'm, his hand. I'm well aware that kids are constantly testing their boundaries. I just wonder. How to how to get through to a two year old because I think it's like eye rollingly absurd to say well spank him or hit you're not gonna hit a kid timeouts like I guess they might get but I think you got to figure out how to get it through to a two year old good luck Cole South Dakota you're on hey what's going on guys hey, hey buddy, buddy. <clears throat> hey uh, so got two kids oldest one was just an absolute angel like I figured I was the greatest parent in the world 
because it was so easy with him. The second one is just a little devil child. Uh, so he's turning he, he's turning three here in just a, a few months. But uh, you're absolutely right. You, you pick her up and say, nope, we're done. And she is going to freak the F out and you carry her back to the house. Probably is going to happen two or three times, but you continue to do that. And then she realizes, well, if I'm being a little brat and not holding hands, then, then we're done. If she truly enjoys yeah. walking the dog. Absolutely. If, no, she's smart enough to, you know if she's smart enough to grab the leash, grab the shoes and know what's going on. She knows eventually that if she's not holding your hand, we don't get to do those things. No, you're right. You're right. Oh, and, yeah. and by you the way, you be prepared. She is just going to scream her head off when she gets carried back to the house. Yeah, no, you're absolutely the right, man. That, uh, the other thing that's great is you start uh, doing like a timeout thing, whatever it is, in the corner, in a room, whatever it is. And then once she realizes like what timeout actually is, do the counting thing. The counting thing is the greatest thing ever invented, whether it's, you know, counting to three or counting to five. And then once you know that once you get to three or five, whatever you set, uh, she's going into her room, it's a complete 180. My kids know uh, once you get to five, they're going to push you and not do anything until you hit four. Uh, but once you get to five, if they go to their room, like I said, it's, uh, it's, it's insane how smart kids are and you don't give it to them mm-hmm. uh, for what they know that they're doing. Uh, but those two little tidbits, uh, uh, super beneficial. Kidbits. You know what's uh, interesting about Rich when he calls a timeout? Everybody stops. Zach Moore style. I have yeah. that I have that skill. I'm like, timeout. Uh Regina. <laughs> Regina says, had a two year old daughter. Say timeout. Well, at one time my daughter was two. He said she acted up at a restaurant during a big family dinner, grabbed her, we sat in the car. I hated sitting in the car for forty five minutes while everyone else ate, but kids learn these consequences. And uh, I I thank you guys for the for the advice because my instinct was leading here, and you guys are right. I guess picking her up and being like, "All right, you don't want to hold Daddy's hand. We're not walking the dog. Do that a few times. She'll she'll catch on. Let's help. I'll I'll keep you in the loop. But I'll I'll post a video on our Instagram story. You could see that I'm like, hold Daddy's hand. And she's like, no. She starts laughing and running away from me. At Covino and Rich. Oh, yeah. At Rich Davis. If you want to see that, Eric in Texas, you're on the show. Yeah, hey man, uh, I got three kids, and so all three of them were different. And so my oldest one was really as can be awesome, but he would run away like you did. And so we we did try the leash deal for one time, and like dude, it it, it worked. Or, you know, when you're in a busy place, but we with the town, you know, used we to used put one of those cones on their head, like the dogs. One of those. those <laughs> I, thought, it, I really that's, thought about it, you know, yeah, and it's no, like no, no, dropping balls, you know, way. on top. Because you know why? In my hit book. Uh, Children are just like puppies. Put a cone on their head. You yeah, put a cone yeah. on their head. That's one of that's chapter six. But yeah. what chapter is feed them out of a bowl? Feed them out of a bowl. That's chapter four. Right? Okay, Thanks, four. Eric. Okay. Thanks, Eric. Thank Have you. a good one, brother. Chris and, in uh, Pennsylvania. Nutrition and feeding is uh, chapter four. Chris, wrap it up. What's up, buddy? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I just don't understand how uh, you don't expect to, uh, I guess, lay hands on a child. What if you go to put that child in timeout and he just walks away or, or tests you? At some point, you're going to have to spank a kid. Yeah. There's no way around it. Yeah, it depends. Boys and girls are different. I think, that's when uh, you get a, a padlock on your closet door. But I think that's also like uh, I've seen like I've seen my nieces Clink. and I've seen my nieces and nephews. I think there's an age where they they're ready for that. Like I think five, six. I don't know. Yeah, two year old. You're not going to spank a two year old. They're, they're a fragile little kid. Who, who spanks a two year old girl? That's like maniac behavior. Is it? I think it is. A little like. Yeah, but they don't know what that it's a, means. But it's a so then sting. They go, so then they go to daycare, right? And then they think. So when you're when you're training a dog, dogs, children are like puppies. This is chapter uh, seven. 
Uh, when you're training a dog, when, think, when they do I, something, I think, I like think when, when you, they, I think when you joke about it, it's funnier. When you actually try to make an analogy, it sounds ridiculous. No, no, no. Continue. No, but when you're training, a, let's say the dog pees. Rich, you dealt with this. The dog pees in the kitchen. Yeah. You take the dog because they don't realize they've done it, especially if you don't do it immediately. You take the dog to the puddle of urine. You show them. You rub their face in it, and you you tap them on the butt and saying bad, bad. So you show them what they've done wrong. So you have to have an immediate reaction so to the negative f- you, behavior. But you think physically hurting yeah, dogs? A kid? You're not dogs? hurting. No. That's the yeah. thing. You're no, not but, like whacking but, the child, backhanding the child across the face. You see how embarrassed the dog like, looks when he knows he's something but then, wrong. But then, like, but then, they little don't. Sting, if they don't know they're doing something wrong, That's then right. they think that, oh, you slapped him on the hand and said bad. They go to daycare somewhere else, and they become the kid that's like they make those collars like, that zap. You know, you know. You oh, go. there you go. What chapter is that? That's chapter uh, nine. Shot collars, chapter eight. Worst case scenario, Invisi- chapter invisible Shot fences. <laughs> and right. of course, spots joking. I think. Cavino and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk One Hundred and Three. Please get to your mom's story. Well, the mom thing's not that interesting as much as I don't care. It's a, it's just a deep thought. Because I think everyone has a friend or family member. Cut from the cloth of Marianne. <laughs> where uh, it's Valor? What what's what's uh what's what's those like stupid Terry what, Terry cloth, what, like what, one of those eighties uh what's what's those uh fucking annoying shirts where it's like work out this whatever repeat. Whatever you know, like those shirts where like the phrase is like whatever, 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 repeat. Workout sweat, repeat. What, like a Gildan? My mom, I just feel like, does everyone else have the same conversations with their family where it's like, this conversation, this conversation, whatever, repeat. This conversation, this conversation, repeat. And there's like the ongoing theme of a conversation that never changes. I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm trying to think if I have examples of it, but I know what you're talking about. Like, you may have a friend. That's like, I really want to get in good shape. I really want to hit the gym. And you're like, yeah, you know what you should do? You should uh, go right. get a... Per- you you're should thinking go this is the same conversation I had last you time. You should go ahead and get a personal trainer, right? And, uh, yeah, I listen, I know a guy, if you want to talk to someone, I'm sure they could give you a, the point in the right direction because I really want to lose some weight and this and that. And nothing happens. You know what they do? They come to you a month later and they say, you know what I really want to do? I really want to lose like 10 pounds and you do this. Well, you know what you should do. I know this guy at the gym, and uh, he'll give you. Yeah, a, but, but you know what? I, you, I know I need. I know what I need to do to lose like twenty five pounds. I just don't want to do it, but I'm going to keep bringing it up because I want you to know that I know. Well, no, it goes back to that. People. I need to lose twenty five pounds. Yeah, people do what they and I'll do, do it when anyway. I'm ready. Right. Yeah, but that, that, that's it, the point. What Kavino said though, Spot. People do what they want to do anyway. It's like trying to give advice to someone in a bad relationship scenario. They'll keep asking you, myself included. You know, I know I'm that guy, but I also see that my brother's that guy. Dude, what should I? Dude, what should I do? We, we tell you what to do, but you're not doing it, and then you come and ask and say the same thing a month later. Dude, what should I do? Well, I don't know, man. You're telling me that your girl's being all shady and she uh, disappears, turns her phone off, and uh, didn't come home till four in the morning. Dude, I don't know. Maybe you should take a break or figure this out. It, it appears as though, not to be a dick, it appears as though she's probably up to no good. Yeah, I don't know, bro. All right, we'll do what you want. Two months later, hey, bro, my girl went out again. Uh, you think she's cheating on me? Yep. You have the same conversations with people over and over. Right. Well, I told you what to do, but nobody does it because they're going to do what they want to do. And uh, I think my sister, 
from what I understand, took oh. a really tough stance with my mom on Yeah, something. you need to do that. And I was like, wow, Lori. Whoa, look at you. Atta girl. My sister pretty much told my mom, stop right there. I don't want to hear it. We're having the same conversation again. So unless you really want to make certain changes in your life, stop talking to me about it. And I'm like, is that rude? Or is that, or do you have to hear out your friends and family on their little fucking pipe dream things they bring up every month? Not if you have heard it over and over and over again. There's going to be a point, right, where enough's enough. Okay. It's tough love. I mean, I'll so give you my, I'll give you my, I'll give you my. Your, your mom you, got some uh, tough yeah, love yeah. from her daughter. Yeah. Uh, Lori. Uh, yeah. I mean, everyone's got their own example. I'll just give you mine because, like I said, it could be diet. It could be this. It could be your friend saying, yo, dude, I'm overworked at my job and underpaid. I don't get to see my girl and I hate my job. Hey, man, I got a, you know, I know a recruiter. Let me help you out. Uh, you know, give me your resume. Oh, uh, cool, cool. They never give you their resume. Next time you go out for a beer with this guy, yo, bro, I hate my job. You know, fucking my boss suck my dick. I hate him. Yeah, you know, I, I, dude, give me your resume. I could help you. Eventually, your buddy's going to say, dude, my boss. You're going to say, yeah, dude, you know what? You've done nothing about it. You, I don't want to hear it. Let's talk about the game. How's your wife? Tell me something else. I don't want to fucking hear it. And I think that's where my sister and I both with my mother because my mother is the most loving kind person there is but my mother is known to never make a move on things that could you know better happens, her life unfortunately loving and kind people they get taken advantage of like, that's really the truth like my mother it's hard to be a loving kind person and have a spinal at the same well, time my, for uh, some reason like like there's one of two things that needs to happen and this is not just about me it's about other people who deal with this with friends or family you need to either be the most proactive friend of all time or family member or tell this person, ah, ba, 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 ba. You become mental Grusa? I don't want to hear it no more. You either tell your friend or family member, never bring this up ever again, or relinquish your power and let me help you fix the situation. Otherwise, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. My mother. That's why, that's why I, I honestly... That- Sorry. My mother? Yeah. That's why I took over. Tell me about Phyllis. How's she feeling? She's okay. She's hanging in? She's hanging in. A lot of Good to hear. Doctor's she's, visits, she's, I know. The nurse the at home her. helping her and your brother's telling me. Well, no. Now she, she's, well, she was in the hospital again. Now she's out Good. getting rehab again. Jesus. I know. It's, now, it's, it's an now thing. tell everyone the, the, the personal insight spot where you went. Your, mom's, your mom was an amazing single mom of four kids yeah. when you guys were young. Now she's in her... Elder age, and, like, and you had I, to, you Spotty had, had to make the call and be like, "Listen, I'm fuck." Hey, siblings, are you cool with this? All right, good. Because Spotty is taking over. I'm like, when you know, when she had a, a scare that we we thought it was the end. Your brother told me it was the scariest moment. Yeah, I had to, uh, and I went. That's when I flew home at the beginning of the year. I, uh, you know, I'm I was there. I used that time to be like, okay, what if this is the end? I know we none of us know anything. Like my mom has always been so tight-lipped about finances and what she pay and all this, so I, I like I went. You found out your mom is still paying for AOL. No. Still paying for AOL. <laughs> I I just I gathered up all, all her bills and I'm like, I I set up all like online accounts so I could see everything. You know I I got a handle on everything, and I'm like I'm handling this now. This is what I said that to her. I handle it. And Did even, you tell her that you're the captain now? I said I'm the captain now. I'm handling this now, and she and. 
you know, she, she, given the circumstances, I feel like was a little bit more understanding. I could see where someone like your mother, Rich, might not be as understanding. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got the greatest picture of Camino. Please post that photo ASAP. Please post that photo ASAP. I my leg. No, it's you're like leading. rubbing your you're rubbing your calf centrally. Well, no, I was no, you her. really are. You're so you're wearing shorts. Your leg is up, spread on the top of the console, and you're gently rubbing the back of your leg. Dude, Rich caught me. I so wish you had bad. video. Rich caught me so fucking bad. I could only like. At Kavito, at Kavito and Rich on Instagram. I, I looked at him like, no, fuck, he got me. Caught, <laughs> he caught me in the weakest pose ever. Please, please. He caught me it. in, yo, he was like fucking Clint Eastwood pulling that phone out. You know why? Because what I did, <laughs> Quick I'm not even draw. joking, what I'm, joke, what I'm not even joking about spot is that I fig- if I took out my phone, he pulled out the phone so went fast. To, if I went to camera while I had my phone in my hand, he would have known. Oh. So yeah. I, I, I secretly. Right. You just got the you weakest just, photo. All right, so continue, Spot. I no, know I'm done. <laughs> well, you know, Spot took yeah, I know you weren't paying attention to me. I was totally paying attention. I was Rich just scratching my, th- scratching my calf. <laughs> no, you were gently <laughs> caressing it. <laughs> I'm going to send this to Spot first, oh, and okay. then I promise you, oh, us no. laughing about something you can't see is going to pay off because you'll be able to see it within a minute. Oh, no. Spot, I'm going to send it to you first so people could hear your reaction, okay. and then uh, we'll get back oh, to no. the top. We'll get back to the topic at hand. Oh, no. But please know oh, no. that you're about to see the greatest photo of Steve Cavino. Are, are you airdropping or? Text I just it? I just texted it to you. <laughs> okay. I just texted it to you. Oh fuck! And you will you will so agree. Caught. It might be the greatest photo. <laughs> <laughs> it, let me see. Hold it up. Hold it up. Oh, no. Let me see. Oh, Archie. Archie. Oh, man. Archie, I got God. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? Did <laughs> <laughs> you got the finger yourself? Well, I was okay. watching Queer Eye last night. Okay. Ah, <laughs> explains. By the way, that's uh, the, you should uh, you should frame that for Jordan for like Valentine's Day. That's the most seductive photo so I've ever sensual. seen. That's a steamy photo. <laughs> that's a la Costanza. Showing a lot of legs. Really hot. Uh, a lot of inner hairy man thigh yeah, exposed. <laughs> Actually, it's very hairless man thigh. Yeah, like my, you scratch my, it, my, you uh, scratch it so much, the hair's gone. Oh man, it's my new phone background. Wow. Sorry, oh, guys. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, didn't mean to distract I, you. I digress. Uh, the greatest picture of Steve Cavino will be posted in moments. Spot. Put that. Put that on our Instagram story, please. Okay. Jesus. But back to the conversation. When you have a family member or friend that keeps coming to you with the same issue, what, what do they say? If, if you, you see, keep making the same mistake over and over, it's insanity or something like mm-hmm. that, right? With they expecting different results. If my mother's like, Richie, I, the, like, if I know the right move and she knows the right move is to sell her house, downsize, Move, right. get there's, a new there's job. A, there's a clear solution to her issues, right? And and you have gone over like, this plan like, over hey, and Mom, over again. The best bet would be to, uh, you know, repaint your house, rip up the carpets, do a little work on your house, sell it. Right. Take the perhaps the couple hundred thousand dollars in equity you have in the house. Well, I don't use that it, as retirement and rent and rent a small a smaller yeah, place. You, you or, don't need to beat around the bush uh, with this one because. Your mom, let's say she's in financial trouble every now and again. Not trouble, but yeah. she's wasting money because she lives in a gigantic house in Long Island where the yeah. taxes are through the roof, yeah. and it's a giant house, which is two people. Yeah. 
That's the thing. Both of which who have like not high paying jobs. Right. So, so it makes no sense. So it's one of two things. It's either A, I say, Mom, I never want to hear you talk about this again. Or I say, Mom, hand over everything to me right now in the kindest possible way. Let's get your house painted. Let's uh and get it on the market. Get 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 the carpets ripped up, do a little fixing up here and there, and get the house on the market. Look for a condo or an apartment that's closer to yeah, she's wasting that's, money. that's closer to my sister. That's what I meant to say. Because when my sister has a baby one day, you know you're probably gonna want to be near her. Like this I know the answers to your questions. Yeah, no Mom. one lives in that vicinity as well. She lives by no one. Yeah, your son lives in California. Your other son lives in Maryland. Your sister, your daughter lives in Queens. Let's let's figure this out. Let's look at your resume. Let's try to figure a job that you might want more. I just feel like my mom lives a day-to-day where she's like, Richie, this sucks, this sucks, and money, and this and that. And I'm like, I know the solutions. I know the answers. Like, Not because I'm a genius spot, but I... Well, she's wasting a lot of the money on this giant house that she doesn't need. Say it again. She's like in her mid-60s, right? My mom is 24 years older than me, so I'm going to be... When I turn 40, uh, my mom... I was born on my... She's 70? No, I was born on my mother's 24th birthday. So when I turn 40, she will turn 64. 64. So she's still... Young and has she's sixty four. It's not she's not terribly yeah, old. I mean, you know, ideally people are, are retiring by then. But like she she, she can't retire. She I know that's the thing. Like you, you really she, want. She's not even. My dad's retired. It's like she has my to mother. start a new career at sixty four. No one wants to hire a sixty four year old. I'm sorry. Dude, my, yeah. But I'm e- saying like I'm done. just saying my mom like get a job at a front desk at a hotel. Do so. I mean, she needs no, to like. No one wants to hire. I know, I'm telling what, you, it's yeah, very I difficult. Know, but what I'm saying is like she I can go work at Quick Check. There's always old people serving coffee. That that is the tough part about it, right? But. Like I said, the question is not about my mom. The question is about when you have a friend or family member that every month or so comes to you with the same, here's my problem, here's my issue. Do you either say, stop talking to me about this, or do you say, listen, clearly you need to relinquish power and let me or the proactive person in your family. Maybe it's not you. Maybe, Maybe in your family... Your older sister is the control freak that could really fix this. And maybe you say, hey, why don't you let older sister uh, Becky handle this? Makes sense, right? Or do you just tell them, hey, listen. what was your sister's plan or sister's motive? My sister was pretty much just like, I don't want to hear about it anymore. But was it strategery? (laughs) Yeah, but that's that's also not constructive either. You know, just completely ignoring the situation. You know what it's going to become? Now it's going to become your brother's problem. But was she ignoring? Or was because she, to send a she doesn't have you. She doesn't have uh, uh, your sister. Now it's going to become your brother's problem. My brother doesn't care enough. Oh, fuck. He's in Maryland. He's uh, he's living his own life. Um, it, it falls on me. Well, then it falls back on you. So it's it really is just uh, you know shifting. It's like, is it is it? Rude? No one wants to talk about real shit with is their it, family. No, but is it rude for me to say, listen, mom, I love you. I want to do everything. I, you're 64. You have two grandkids. You probably have more grandkids coming in the next five years, I'm sure, between the three kids. How about you let me just give me all your bills. Let me take a look at what you're paying. Let me sort of manage this. You're also sticking your nose. Yeah, well, you still need her when she's 64. You're also sticking your nose boom, boom, in boom, Butch's boom. life. I just fuck that guy's but life. that's the thing. That's probably what makes it awkward. Like, who are you now to then tell... It's a nice fellow, but he does nothing to help the situation. My mother's boyfriend, who she's yeah, been but, with a long but time. But, like, again, but she can't make those decisions without his okay. She can do whatever she wants. She's a grown woman. I get it, but easier said than done. Because now you're saying, yeah, well, fuck, fuck the guy you live with. 
Here's what you got to do. Fuck that guy. I don't know. I don't know, man. But I wonder. I wonder. Let's go to. Let's go to your phone if, calls. If, let's go to your phone calls. If you have a friend or family member, <clears throat> real talk, and they and they go through this, do you tell them, "Hey, listen, you know what? I don't want to hear about it anymore." If you have a friend that every time you go out for a beer talks about how much he hates his wife, do you do you keep listening, or do at one point do you say, "Hey, bro, let's talk about something other than you hating your wife," or "Hey, if you really hate your wife, you can fucking crash in my guest bedroom and uh, get divorced," like. Or do you say, hey, it's my job as a friend or family member to watch someone uh, whittle away in their own issues? I think if you can help, you should always be there for the person. But, you know, like you can't be a, sh- a shitty family member or friend by turning mm-hmm. someone away. Kurt in I Rhode see Island. what you mean, though. <laughs> like when you, are, when you just offer to help and it, turn, it falls on deaf ears, what's the point? That's really what the. But I really, is. honestly though, Rich, if you want to specific, it depends. It's it's situation by situation. Like when I had a friend, close friend that was going through financial strife, I feel like we did all we could to encourage certain behavior, and it was it fell on deaf ears. But we tried. Yeah. And we were always there, and eventually it worked out. So be. Sounds like a new remodeling job for Sarah to me. That's from Drew Mac. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> honestly, Sarah, go yeah. with, go with Emmy to Long Island for a couple weeks and. Uh, but you need to send your mother yeah. away for a couple of weeks. Um, I I think <laughs> specifically in your mother's situation, she needs the Fab Five to. She does need the Fab Five. Oh, come and rescue now her. You're talking. She, uh, she, I think you need to step in and take over. Yeah. But I'm I'm curious though. Yeah. But what does the 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 <laughs> lump of 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 Butch do in that scenario then? Yeah, but they're together. My mother's boyfriend. He's, a he's there on a recliner, no, he and, a, and no, you he say, a, "Hey, he you mind a, your business." He, you know, they both work, but they don't, you know. But I'm not. saying if you take over, but I, I what's think, his role? I think <laughs> you lose the ability to be the decision maker when you, when they like, the issues always keep arising. No, and but by that the way, guy's the issue. Because if he wasn't in the picture, you have full reign to take over. I think I have full reign now. And by the way, the picture, of, the picture of you with the thigh is like the hottest and steamiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to be Hot the most. and steamy. Is that going to go viral, Kavino's thigh? Look at that! You're just demonstrating your man thigh like a like a beautiful. Woman. Is there a way to tag? Is there like a man thighs of Instagram hashtag? I look like man thigh Teo. Man thighs of Instagram. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I like that picture. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. I, you know what? This might. I didn't like. This, the, you know what? I didn't like that video of my gut flopping over when I was doing the coconut. But you know what? I I let it out there for the world to see. That was such a good video. I, I, you, I think this picture of Cavino might be might replace the one of your grill. Looks like I have moose knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Got bulge, bro. Uh, bulge. Kurt in Rhode Island. Kurt, you're on the show. Cavino, get the phones. I know you're staring at the picture of your own thigh. I uh, know. <laughs> Kurt, you're on the show. Cavino and Rich. Hey, so, so when it comes to helping people, whether it be family, friends, foes, strangers, you got to do it. And it's not even a karma thing that it'll come back to you if you do, if you help, or it'll come back to you in a shitty way if you don't. It's a thing that if you go home and you think about it later, are you going to feel like a shithead for blowing them off or yelling at them? Or are you going to feel okay for trying to go out of your way or even just trying to just make any effort to help a fellow human being? And it comes with being shit on a lot, of course, but the trade-off just isn't worth it. I don't want to feel like a shithead not helping someone. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, buddy. All right, uh, Chris in New Orleans. What's hey, up, Chris. man? 
Hey, you guys, I, I wanted to bring up a topic that I love listening to the show every day. And um, I have to bring my my two and a half year old daughter to school during the show. And my wife, who also loves the show, thinks it's off limits. She thinks she shouldn't be, you know, hearing some of the, you know, some of the language. And my point is, I don't think she can quite understand this. And but my wife is like, no, somehow intrinsically she's going to, you know, it's going to affect her. She's two. Just say that she identifies as a CNR listener. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and then you can't deny no, Chris, it. I think uh, I think there's going to come a time in the next year or so, a couple of years, where that's the question. But my right daughter, now, my daughter fine. is around the same yeah. age, and like, like, you know, like I, I, I'm starting to think of things too. Like, Emmy will run around the house, and and we'll have TV. Like Sarah and I will not watch a scary movie, or like we won't watch Stranger Things when Emmy is sure, near, near us sure. because, you know, but I think that's visual. Hearing kids are just, I mean, they're absorbing, but I think if she's in the car with you, did you really absorb the sports or news talk radio your dad listened to in the car? No, nope, not at that age. When you're when you a little no, kid? No, no. no. I don't think so. But the, And the other thing is she's looking out of the window, and, yeah. you know, it's not, I, I just don't think she's absorbing that. And the other thing is my wife loves it. She thinks you guys are hilarious, and I'm like, babe, it's, it's just comedy. I mean, she's, you know, when she's seven, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. There's a, there's a definite age. you got five, about a, 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 maybe two more a little less than a year. Yeah, like so. three, four years old, I think there's a list anymore. Yeah, but at two years old, my daughter, you'll know. Yeah, you'll know. I appreciate yeah, it, Chris. Hey, Chris, you're the man. I feel Thank you, though. I mean, every time I have to bring my daughter into the studio, I have to have her wear headphones just because I don't want her to hear the stuff we're discussing, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um it's a it's a it's a decent question for sure, but you got time. And thanks to your wife for listening. Jason in Orlando. Hey buddy. Hey guys. Hey uh I'm gonna try to keep this kinda quick, kinda falling back on the, you know, parents that need help that don't quite know they need help, I feel. And uh growing up, uh the one thing my dad has always wanted was to have an empty house and sit around in his underwear and, you know, scratch his balls all day. Mm-hmm. Work from the house, real successful had a revolving door of marriages on his fifth marriage. He hates being lonely. Well, now all the kids are gone. I'm down in Florida. He's up in Atlanta. Got a stepmother who has health issues, who has now brought her brother to live with them, who also has health issues. And then her daughter, my stepsister, is about 35, no job, waste of space, stays home all the time. And I can tell every time I talk to him, it's like, man, he just wants to get out. But he can't get out because he's supporting three grown individuals. And I have no idea. I mean, you can't really attack the situation because I know that when I go home and I kind of maybe lay into the stepsister a little bit or talk to the stepmom about things, I know that when I leave, he, ta- he takes the full wrath of what I've said. Yeah. Well, you're in a tough spot, so- man. So, I, you know, I don't even know how to approach it. I've tried to pull him out of the house and invite him just to come down to Florida for a few days, but he's a workaholic, and he's got this, you know, burden of responsibility for three adults that, you know, he feels almost responsible for, which in no way well, you is know what? responsible like, for. Here, here's the other thing. I'm listening to your story, and I'm getting the, the vibe that or the thought that your dad isn't looking to you for suggestions, right? Because I think adults know what to do. Your dad's right. just looking for someone to vent to. Yeah. Maybe that's what your mom's doing. She knows the answers, Rich. Mm-hmm. 
You know, you just need someone to vent to every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And he and, it, and to that point, man, that is spot on because he lights up when I sit on the back porch with him and let him just lay into it about, you know, so-and-so did this, and now I'm having to deal with that. You know, there's some people I think, that, I think there's, there's, some some people that live, there's some people that love that live in misery but love to vent. They, they, it's like, therapeutic, like they, too, though, yeah. for them. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, my dad on WhatsApp. You know, I I find it to be very therapeutic. I think it's good. My dad will be like, hey, you know what? I'm sorry I was venting to you guys. You shouldn't have to deal with that. Because he's talking to his kids on WhatsApp. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm thinking, hey, dad, all your kids have moved out and grown. It's not like you have a circle of pals. If, yeah. if this is uh, what you need to do to get some stuff off your chest, so, so be it. So bad. I, have I, it. I, don't, I don't mind. I think it's good. Uh, Aaron in Maryland. Hello, Aaron. But, you know, let, let's not lose focus of the question. Yeah, do you, what do you do when, uh, when a friend or family member comes to you with the same thing over and over, over, and, over and over again? And, and you know there's a fixable solution. Do you, do you take the reins or do you let them keep complaining? I think, I, think, I think to tie both thoughts together, you have to figure out, are they just venting or are they, reach, or are they asking for help? Yeah. What's up, Aaron? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm just calling. I mean, my my dad just died like a month and a half ago. Sorry, man. Hey, so I'm going? like dealing with my mom's. Like, thanks, man. I'm I'm dealing with my mom's like her like crazy like real new death brain and dealing with all the mat like all of her um, bills and trying to figure out how she's got to spend all this money she's come into and what to do with the house and and it's just crazy having to like take over being you know the son having to take over this as like an only child as well so there's like nobody else for her to then do but me yeah and you know you become the yeah, they, like they say they say there's that time where the you flip the switch where you become the parent how uh how old's your mom i'm uh 69 she uh, so, and she's like like a sheltered life basically my dad kind of like kind of sheltered a little bit so it's kind of like dealing with like a, a kid who basically just started their first job and moved out for the first time almost yeah, jeez. Yeah, and then trying to get her to like stream and, and cut back on her bills is, is kind of uh, an adventure. Yeah. Um, I wish you luck, yeah. man. I, I hear what he's saying here as far as like, it just seems like a very difficult situation. Yeah. I we mean, wish you luck. He should, probably, he should probably go talk to like a lawyer or something. Thanks for sharing. So do what are you going to do, Rich? Honestly, get, get I don't the, know. Get, what am you I should get the assets yeah. in his name. I think I'm going to tell my mom. Listen, hand it all over. I think I want to. But haven't uh, you done this before? But I think I'm what taking a firm stance. You get a crane and, and fucking get uh, no. ri- Butch on his lazy boy and have him hovered out? I, no, I think I want to. I think you, I'm you know he's going to have Butch helicoptered out and no, with I, the lazy boy. Honestly, do you want to use me as an example? Use me as an example. And you have to come from a good place. Rich. I am coming, That's, yeah. No, no but I'm, I'm saying you have to come from a good place. You can't make it. You can't present it as. You're a mess. You're you're no, hemorrhaging no, money. I don't. I don't. I don't uh, I, I think, I, I'm come here to save you. You no. have to say it as I really care no, about my you. My approach. My approach. I really to, want my you to be. Mom. I, re, I really want you to be taken care of as you get older. You don't think I say that? I told I my mom the other day. I said you're 63 years old. God willing, you live a nice life. You got another 20 plus years, hopefully, ahead of you with grandkids. Oh, with, with grandkids and 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 great things. Do you want to be happy or not? Yeah, yeah, you're wasting money, you're wasting life. Like, then these these should be really great years for you. But it all depends on what approach you take, and I want to help you take the right approach. Mike, uh, are I'm they, sorry. Are they willing to, you know, hand over the reins? Miguel, not Mike. 
Hey, Mike. Texas. Miguel, you're on. It's Miguel in English, but hell, I go with Miguel. Hey, buddy. Hello, Michael. What's up? Fred, you're doing a good thing, dude, but, man, you're going to have to think about the boyfriend and the stuff. You're probably going to have to get uh, uh, storage because you give any of her stuff away without knowing she ain't, she ain't going to be happy, dude. Do you think she wants Jimmy's John Elway action figures? Starting lineups? She must. She still has them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Chris, you, 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 you better watch it, dude. I know. That's- I know. Hey, listen, man. My mother is the most – she's such a kind, loving person. I just feel like uh, – not misguided. I Thanks, just think Miguel. like she – I think she needs someone to guide her. That's all. Let's see. What is your Adam in Colorado wants to know? What does your dad think when he hears? My dad thinks I should just fucking like let her live her life. Don't worry about it. That responsibility shouldn't. It's not my responsibility. You're 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 living your own life. You have a you have a a kid. Uh, Don't don't encourage people's bad lives. Your dad's probably right, but what are you supposed to do? Right, that's your mom. Yeah, it's your mom. You know, it's like they raised you. Now it's your time to take care of them. You know? That's how, I, that's how I look at it. It's like I think when I, when I you know, do all this stuff for my mother that I've been doing recently, mm-hmm. it's not that she's completely, uh, in, you know, she can handle stuff, but it's like she's I- not, She's not dumb. She's not dumb, but like she just needed someone to kind of go in and organize. When I do all this stuff, I don't think of it as a, a burden or a hassle, you know, because I look back on my life- and I know all this, you know, all the stuff that my mom did, especially as a single parent, you know, and then like sending me off to college, not expecting me to pay anything. She she took on all that debt and everything. She would help me if I needed money at college. And then like eventually I got to the point, you know, I paid all my loans off personally, but like I know she was spending money out of her pocket for me for the for the rest of us. So I don't have no problem, no problem helping occasionally spending money here and there and contributing. I have no problem doing that. She's still it. probably paying J Rock's debts. <sighs> J Rock's still probably fucking playing. Your brother still paying uh, clothes off on I layaway from chess. Your, 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 your mother, your mother, your mother, your your mother's probably paying for your brother's uh, chess king layaway bill for, from for, 1998. <laughs> he probably had 35 pairs of Cavariches. Your brother, your mother probably has like thousands of dollars in DJ equipment. <laughs> I, I know <laughs> that J Rock mean... <laughs> Smoke machine. I still owe two thousand dollars for these Serato. <laughs> she's paying off strobe you know, It's like there's a reason that <laughs> you know, she's paying off his robot suit <laughs> when he's uh, Guido John. Yeah, you know, there's a reason that like there's a debt on our house that you know was built in the fifties by my family that should not have any money against it at all. Thirty year mortgage should have been paid off forty years ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're listening to the Cavino and Rich Best of the Week podcast. Want to hear more? Tune in to Cavino and Rich live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, and catch them 24-7 on demand with the SiriusXM app. Not a SiriusXM subscriber? Sign up now at SiriusXM.com. Cavino and Rich, only on SiriusXM's Faction Talk 103.